things I wanted to talk about, right? A few of them was just getting yourself together and all of that, but that ain't where this conversation gonna go. So I want you to grab a blanket, grab a chair, grab a pillow, honey, copper squat. See here on the step right here, on these stoops right here, as they say. Grab you some tea. Up here, I don't know where you are, but here, it's raining, kind of chilly. It's supposed to be summer. Not up here in these mountains, though. I tell you, I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. Nothing in the world. I'm forever grateful. People I ask, how you live up there in the mountains, baby? I have to ask myself, God, why you so good to me? Alofi, Olodomari, 
why are you so good to me? Because it is beautiful up here. I ain't going to take away from it. The scenery is everything. I live in the mountains. And some days you can see it as clear as day. And the colors. Appreciate what the creator has created. We can't duplicate those colors, no matter how hard we try. But it is beautiful, even on rainy days. You know those mountains there, but that fog coming, you say, wow. But it is beautiful. Anyway, excuse me. Get you some tea, some coffee, cold drink, some water. Get your, your juices, uh, you know, your morning breakfast, whatever it is, because it's morning here where I'm at. And um, sit down. Because this morning, I just want to reiterate, to confirm, to tell you that everything is going to be all right. <laughs> everything is going to be all right. I need y'all to know that everything is going to be all right. See, we get so confused, so nervous, we panic because we look at things with our physical eye. We do. We panic. And some of us spiritualists, you know those gurus, everybody that we call them, conjure, whatever title you want to hold, right? We still human. We get nervous. We get a cutoff notice. We get eviction paper. We get a bill that we didn't think we had. We get all kinds of stuff. Because we live in this world. And we go, damn. And we get nervous. Where the money going to come from? What's going to happen? Oh, Lord. This and this. But I'm here to tell you, everything is going to be all right. We can't stop God's divine plan. We can't. We cannot stop it. You know, people always ask, why me? And I look at them and say, why not? <laughs> I'm serious. Why me? Why I got to go through all this? Why not? Les Brown one time said something that was so amazing that I just, I, I had to follow it. He said, wherever you find yourself at, at one point in time, you made an appointment to be there. The only thing is you had to show up. You, you couldn't call out. You know how you get to work and say, listen, I can't work today. I'm going to call out. This job, which is called life, you can't call out. Got to show up. And show up, you will do. So, <laughs> we always, right, say, oh, my goodness. You know, that saying bad things happen to good people. I don't know why I'm going through this. And that's when reality kicks in. Well, baby, when you had that money, didn't you know you had that bill? Yeah. Why you didn't make a plan or arrangement? So why you didn't pay it? I thought I had time. Time is something we don't have on our side. Okay. This dude I know named Banu. He would, um, when people get all this money, he said, oh, 
They gonna ball out till they fall out. And I used to be like, what? It's like, watch. <laughs> they gonna ball out till they fall out. They got money? Shit. And then you will see them later on. Hey, let me get $20. And you will see these people. And they, oh my goodness. They, they get money and they, you know, they cuss you out. Broke bitches, broke bitches don't deserve this. Or broke people. And you'd be like, okay, you got to come up. All right. Congrats. Because we ain't the same. Congrats. I'm not even going to ask you, can I hold something? Congrats. Blessings. And that's it. I'm going about my business. Yo, we gonna party? Nah, I'm good. I don't drink. It makes no sense. And you see them partying, popping their fingers every day. They got the long lace front. They got their hair done. You know, what? People were boiling out. Now you see people. Can you, um, can I ask you something? What's the matter, baby? They get real loaded. You know, I'm just going through, oh my God, my baby daddy left me. And, um, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't have nothing to feed my kids. And, you know, nobody else is willing to help me. And, um, you know, I just need putting. See that office right there? Go on in there. Because, see, everything's going to be all right. Stop. People usually, I'm not saying all the time, I'm saying usually, people, they look at a status they put up this facade like they always have to have i always have to have better than the next person if i'm so used to getting a lace front hawaiian or, or european or whatever hair i got malaysian and i'm always keeping my face beat my nails done and you ask them for a dollar and they like i just had to borrow two dollars to get on the van I'm saying most. I'm not saying all. Those are the people that I say, don't worry, everything's going to be all right. When you think you're too high and mighty, sometimes you got to come down. I'm not here to bash you. I'm here to let you know everything's going to be all right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people will... People will panic. People will get scared. People will get angry. People will get frustrated, overwhelmed. But if you just take a moment and sit back and say, hold on, let me breathe. Because breathing is a part of the process. Let me breathe. Do that a few times. Calm your nerves. Make you a cup of tea. Cup of coffee. No liquor. Try to tell people. Don't do not do liquor. Not yet. And excuse me. And you breathe. You gather yourself. As my mom and them used to say. Baby, go on over there and gather yourself. And people... When we, would, we came up here, people would look at my mother and be like, gather yourself. Get yourself together. That's what she's saying. So, you know, you go and say, baby, you don't sit there and gather yourself. Just get your thoughts in order. Breathe. Because all that is part of the process. And you sit back and you say to yourself, everything 
it's going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. And you get up and you continue on your day because you know it's going to be all right. I remember when um, I was at the Botanica, I was working at the Botanica, and I forgot who, who said it for the life of me, but it was so impactful because somebody came in and it was like, oh my God, I got this problem. I got this problem. And this dude walked out and said, you don't got no problem. She was like, yeah, I do. I got this problem. He said, if money and man can fix it, it ain't a problem. I said, what? <laughs> in my head, no shade. I said, shit, even a bro clock is right two times out today. He done said something, you know, amazing right now. And she had to stop and say, well, damn, you're right. Because if money and man can fix it, money or man can fix it, it's not a problem. So I was like, smart, smart, so, okay, all right. So then you knew everything was going to be all right. Everything was going to be all right. When you are sitting there and you are just stuck, you got to believe everything is going to be all right. We get so overwhelmed, even when it comes to our spiritual journey. I got to pay for this and I got to make sure I do this. And that's what I tell people. It's going to be all right, but know what you're getting into. Know what you are following. I'm not too busy worried about the people that come in and out of your life because people come for a lesson or a blessing. It's up to you to figure that one out. But you have to know what it is you're getting into. You have to understand the commitments, the sacrifice, the things that you will always have to do and some things that you may never be able to do. Yeah. But see, we all want, <laughs> you know, that movie, right, with... um Steven Seagal, he said, everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. Screwface would say that. Everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. No one wants to put the work in. You know, consistency, discipline. Now, mind you, even people that are maybe advanced or a little bit ahead of you, they still have problems with consistency, doing what they need to do, waiting until the last minute, procrastination, all of that. Don't get it twisted. None of us have it together. Even when it comes to conjure and things of that nature, because, you know, everybody's jumping on the conjure bandwagon because there's no initiation. Oh, I don't like initiation. I'm going to do conjure because I don't have to... Um, I don't have to answer to nobody. Oh, but you do. You do. You do. I don't understand where folk think that in anything you follow, there's a mentor, a guide, a godparent, a sensei. You know, somebody has to lead you. They have to give you the ins and outs. They got to teach you. You know? It ain't something you just wake up and, oh, I'm a conjure worker. 
I know you lying. There are levels and rules to everything. There's learning, knowledge, wisdom. You know, I once seen with my own eyes, seen where elders will walk in and, you know, when they start talking, you should just sit down on the floor and listen. That's it. You don't need to do nothing else. But, you know, you have some people that are arrogant beyond. And, you know, they have to always put their two cents in. You know that saying when grown folks talking, shut up. That's real. Especially in the South. That's real. And you had those people, youngins, that we call them chaps. You have those people come in, the young ones. Oh, but I knew that already. Oh, my goodness. I, I wouldn't have did it that way. Oh, I, I've i learned to do it this way. Oh, I'm not doing it your way. And the elders will walk out the room, some of them. Some of them will look and shake their head. A few may say, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Who taught you? Who brought you here? You'd be like, oh, I brought myself. Mm-mm. And any secrets or blessings or words of wisdoms, your ignorant, yeah, I'm going to say it, your ignorant ass just talks yourself out of. So now you're going to have to wait until you get mature enough to learn to shut up and listen. Speak less, listen more. And so you can get those words of wisdom. Now, some folk don't ever get it. But at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right because life's going to teach you. Then that means you got to experience all that. Somebody tell you don't touch the fire, you touch it hot, you burnt yourself. Now you got this scar for the rest of your life. But I bet you, you know hot, don't touch. Somebody teach you don't go in that room. You go in that room, fall, break a leg, break an arm, get unconscious, have a knot on your head, get splinters, get cut by a nail, step on a nail. I bet you you understand that. Don't go in that room, right? You will go with caution. Don't go down that block down there. They, they, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not helpful for you. You go anyway. Get your butt jumped. Might get fooled. Might get robbed. I bet you you learn. Um, you will heed wisdom. You will heed those words. Listen, don't date that person. I love. I can change him. If he ain't wearing no diaper, ain't no you can't change no grown man. But you go there, he drag you for the gods, he cheat on you, got a baby by somebody else, disrespect you, all that. I bet you you'll 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 start vetting them then, asking questions, seeing who is dating and all of that. You become secret squirrel. Right? Listen, don't date that girl. Why? She mm mm. But you do anyway. Wind up be getting kids, you gotta raise the kids or Find out the kids ain't yours. They belong to somebody else. I mean, it's always something. But you'll learn. You'll learn. You will learn. You will learn. Each and every day, you'll learn. But we, we know in the end, everything is going to be all right. And people don't have patience at all. At all. Patience. Nothing happens overnight. Somebody said, it was Meek Mills. He said, it took me 10 years to become successful. 
And I was sitting with a friend, and knowing them, it went over their head. They didn't understand it. And I said, wow. Wow. But I'm here to let you know that everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. I'm not going to keep you long this morning because it's Monday. I want you to get your week out. Prepare for the days to come. And I want to give you a beautiful little conjure to keep negative out your house while you're getting up this morning. Well, I want you to start sweeping. You start from the back. Get that straw broom. Start sweeping. Sweep on, sweep on, sweep on. Sweep to the door. Don't cross the threshold. Sweep to the door. Don't cross the threshold. That means don't sweep it out the door. Okay? And you pick that garbage up right there. Sweep everything to the front door. Right? Even if you're upstairs, sweep it on down the one room. Sweep it on down the steps all the way down. And you sweep it all to the front door. And you pick it up. And you spit on that broom. Right? After you done picked up that garbage. Spit on that broom. And you say. Only allow those things. That within. That brings. That heals. Prosperity. Love. Healing. Say whatever it is you want to allow in your home. For this week. And you turn that broom upside down and you put it behind that door. That's what you do. So we're going to say once again, you start from the back of the house. If you got two steps up there and you got an upstairs and a downstairs, you start from the top. And you sweep everything down, right? And then you sweep it down those steps. Oh, my God, my mama would have us do that. Start at my father's room, then the middle room, then the other bedroom, then the bathroom, and the hallway. And you sweep all that down. You sweep it all going down the step. We had a banister. So we would sweep all that, all this garbage would be on the step. And you got to sit there and sweep each step. You know, sometimes you might have to wet the broom if everything too dry. And we sweep it down. We start in the kitchen, sweep all that. Sweep. We had carpet too, so it was rough. We had to get in those nooks and crannies and sweep, sweep everything to the front door. So we had to get the kitchen, get the get the um the 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 closet. Then we had to get the living room, get that closet. Then we the dining room, I mean. Then we had to get the living room and get all in there and get all around and move stuff and sweep, sweep, sweep until we get to that front door. And we never swept it across the door. My mother lose her mind. Oh, my God. You sweeping your business outside. <laughs> we would have to, you know, get the dustpan and get it up. And I remember one time my sister, she tried to cheat and uh, use the, the vacuum cleaner <laughs> to get the garbage up by the door. She opened it up and spilled it all right there. She said, do what I say. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. No loopholes in culture. <laughs> I tell you that. And um, you sweep it up, right? Put that garbage can by you if you're smart. Put that trash bag or whatever you got right there. And um, you hold that broom. You say, only allow those things that are meant to be in my house. And what's meant to be is healing, love, 
communication, comprehending, prosperity. You know, all those things you want in your house. Spit on that broom, turn it upside down. That means that the, that the handle hit the flow. And you put it behind that door and you leave it there for about a week. Now, my mother and me used to always say when the, when the broom fall for no reason, unwanted company's coming. So prepare. Because whoever it is, you don't want to see them. So they letting you know, spirit letting you know right now. Somebody coming, you don't want to see them. You ain't, you ain't want to see them at all. So you prepare. Some people put salt by the dough. Some people put brick dust by the dough. Some people use Florida water or Kalunga water or um, um, uh, basil. Some people put oregano. Some people hang onions and peppers in their kitchen. Like, it could be a plethora of things. Some people put flowers, plants by their dough. You know, lavender for luck and stuff. So, it all depends. You know? But whoever it is, you already know you don't want to see them. But they coming. So, some folk talk to you outside. They step outside and talk to you. Some folk let them in and say, bring your best shot. But a lot of Southerners, they, they, when they find out, they sit outside, wait for you to come and pull up. You know, now once they close that door, they ain't answering. That's why they tell you, did you call? No, then you ain't coming in here. I don't give a fuck what's going on. You ain't call. <laughs> you just don't show up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We don't do that. Where they do that at? You better call. Let people know you coming. Just don't show up. But yeah, do that. Get your week started. Fill your house with little blessings. Light some incense. You know? Read Psalm 64 in the Bible. That's the universal psalm. Read it in every room. Or read Psalm 23. When you want to see Psalm 115. But definitely. <laughs> definitely. You want to make sure that everything is going to be all right. No matter what you're going through. No matter what it is. I'm here to confirm. To let you know that everything. It's gonna be all right. You ain't got to worry. Cause either you worry or pray, you can't do both. But know that today, I'm letting you know, everything is gonna be all right. Everything is gonna be all right. Say it with me. Everything is gonna be all right. You just gotta have faith and believe in it. Believe in you. No matter what it is, I only got $20 in my bank account and I don't know how I'm going to make it through. Trust that everything is going to be all right. Let's look at the positive. You got a bank account, so it's okay. My man is leaving me. Good. You know you want him anyway, but know that you're going to heal and everything is going to be all right. My kids are driving me crazy. Okay. Give them something to do. Make them clean up. Do something. But you know everything is going to be all right. At the end. 
oh my God, my health is failing. Everything is going to be all right. Just got to believe. You have to believe. You got to have some faith. And know that everything is going to be all right. He said, everything is going to be all right for the true and good. Don't you ever worry. Because don't you know that everything is going to be all right. I need you to know that. I need you to see it. I need you to feel it. I need you to believe it. Listen, when storms come, know that the rain, storms run out of rain. It ain't going to be stormy forever. Put on a jacket. I ain't got one. Take your shirt and put it over your head. Endure this. It's going to make you stronger. But everything is going to be all right. Somebody's going to come in with an umbrella and a jacket and a cold, a hot cup of tea and say, I got you. But people don't, people don't look out for me. You'd be amazed. I can't accept things from people because they're going to talk about me. They're going to talk about you anyway, baby. No matter what you do, both good, bad, and indifferent, folk going to talk about you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. My father always said, must Jesus bear the cross and learn and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. They talked about Jesus. Jesus. And talked about the president. They done talked about everybody. She, they talked about Mother Teresa. You don't think they're going to talk about your ass? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Everything still is going to be all right. They talk about you today. Tomorrow they've been talking about somebody else. Okay, you might be the flavor of the month. They done drag people. You done seen how, how the media is and how the world is. They talk about you, drag you. Put all your business out. Let every chit know. And next month or tomorrow, they've been talking about somebody else. You, you has been. Just know it's going to be all right. I can't believe this. All this stuff is happening. It's supposed to happen. Stand firm and know that everything going to be all right. That's it. Excuse me. Everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. You have to believe in it. You. It starts with you first. You. So get on up. Get your day going. And those that already got their day and they listening to this later on tonight or a few days later, you made it. I'm just confirming everything's going to be all right. And it's already all right. You're here. You're breathing. You're up. I'm going to say anything above ground is great. You're here. You endured it. You made it through. It's going to be all right. You are here. As the color purple say, I's here. <laughs> you are here, Putin. So... As you get up and go about your day or as you wind down, just say thank you. Because it's going to be all right. Just say thank you. Every morning you say good morning. And say thank you when you come home. That's it. Even if you don't live with nobody, still get up and good morning. 
you get ready to lay down, say thank you. Be grateful. You made it through. You're here. And everything is going to be all right. As always, this is Bobby Ann's baby girl saying thank you for being a part of the Back Poach Conjure. Catch me tonight. Catch me tonight on Instagram, Get Mug Monday. I want to share something with you. It's an extended of this, knowing that everything's going to be all right. But I want to share with you. And on Wednesdays, conversations with Ifa Bayo on uh, Facebook. And on Wednesdays, another episode of the Back Poach Conjure. You know, thank you for subscribing to the greatest podcast in the city. Yes, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it. And I'm going to be consistent this time. Because I know that everything is going to be all right. I ain't worried about it. Because either you worry or pray you can't do both. And uh, still working on that meet and greet. Got some things in the works. You know, because I'm, I'm grateful. And in September, I start up classes. I ain't going to start now. I want you to enjoy your summer. And prayers go out to... Everybody over in Cuba and those families that are here, as well as Haiti. You know, I mean, the world is we rising up, but it's just we we see things and, you know, we get one sided. We we put ourselves like oh, the world rides around me. But no, there's a world out there and people are suffering like over in Cuba. They can't even get resources because they don't know who's going to steal it. And those people are fighting back. And you complaining. I'm not minimizing your issues of what you're going through, but you got people that's out there that's hoping that they can feed their children and everything because of the dictatorships and the higher folks in charge. When there's no resources and the resources you do have. Because, you know, some people over there, they do. They depend on their families over here in the States. And they can't even give them anything. Sad. But they're fighting back. They are fighting back. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for the world. My prayer warriors. My meditators. My manifestors. The healers. It's your time. Because we need, this world needs prayer more than anything. More than anything needs prayer. We need to come together and have a one day of nothing but prayer. We need that. And we need people out there. We need to find ways of making sure these people get the things they need. There and Haiti. And all other places. All other places. Mexico. Water. Fire. Like there's so many things that's going on. 
So as y'all gather y'all chairs and fold up y'all blankets, be mindful, be grateful. Because the life you have right now may not seem much, but somebody somewhere is praying to have the life that you have. And wherever you are, you made an appointment to be there. Grateful. Because you ain't where you was. Now you might not be where you think you should be. But you're definitely not where you used to be. And I used to have a plaque in my house. When I lived in Queens. It says. We may not have it all together. But together we have it all. And I'm going to repeat that again. We may not have it all together. But together we have it all. That's why everything is going to be all right. I believe in you. I love you. I appreciate you. And most of all, I honor each and every one of you. Thank you for just being you.
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the back porch. Conjure. <clears throat> Worker. Me. Ifa Bayo. First off, I need you to grab a chair. Grab a blanket. Cop a squat. Grab you some morning tea, coffee, a drink. It's 3 o'clock somewhere. Grab your blanket. You know, hey, here it's foggy. Up here in the mountains, it's foggy. You can't, you can't even see down the street. First off, I want to say good morning. And I do apologize for not being able to give you your daily dose yesterday. But I was all over the place. And I had to run all these errands and as well as talk to people. And if I don't do the podcast in the morning, it kind of takes away the magic. So, you know, shout out. I do apologize, but you got it this morning as promised and delivered this morning. See, I learned a valuable lesson yesterday and I want to share it with you today. See, everything happens in divine plan. Everything, everything happens in divine plan. But the message I want to share with you is called communication. Communication. It's very simple to pick up a phone and say, hey, what's up? Without being scared or think you're being messy or acting like you're gossiping. No, I need clarity on something. Something came across my ear and I don't want to do mess, but I need clarification. I need to go to the source. I don't need to go through seven people and get seven different versions. No, I need to go to the person. That's what we need to start normalizing. Make that into a trend. Communicating with one another. Hey, sis, or hey, bruh, you got space today? I need to have a conversation with you. Either we FaceTime or call, right? It all depends on where you at and what do you have time for. No, no, no. Hit me up tonight at 7. Okay, good. I got you. I got you. Or, hey, I'm I'm free now. What's up? Let me call you. Okay. Communicating. It relieves. It releases. It confirms. It solidifies. It does so much. That it's amazing. But what we do most of the time, we shut down. Oh, no, I'm not going to call. No, I don't want to get involved. No, that's mess. So now you're running around to seven different people instead of calling the source. And now you got seven different versions. And usually, usually, nine times out of ten, we go with the negative source. Oh, well, the reason why they said that, you know, last month they said they didn't like you. I knew it. She's jealous of me. Or he he wanted my money. I knew it. Because when I went, they were looking at me funny. Maybe they were looking at you funny because you didn't speak. And they might agree to you. How about that? How do we just automatically start canceling and automatically go to the negative? Hey, how you doing? Communication. Well, hey, I said something about you. And... You might have took it the wrong way because the person that came to tell you already was in their bag. Oh, okay. Yo, you know, thank you. Thank you for clearing that up because I thought we were cool. No, we are. See, that's how that will end a lot of stuff. But we don't want that. 
So I learned this lesson because early in the morning, I get a phone call. See, it's not mess. Don't be a part of my story or my journey. Then don't contact me. So I get a call and the caller was just, just going in. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Stop. Stop. But see, I didn't even have to take action because they called everybody else. So everybody else took action. I didn't need to. I didn't. But it was so crazy because the communication part. And, you know, they, somebody had posted a post and said, be careful or, or see why people hit you up. If you ain't speak to me in months, keep that same energy. If you didn't speak to me in months, months, I can't do you a favor. For what? And it's not no, oh, I didn't speak to you because, you know, you only hit me up when you need something. That's it. You don't hit me up to say, hey, what's up? I'm just passing through. Thought about you. I love you. Now, I did that. And it wasn't reciprocated. So guess what I did? I stopped all together. No, it's cool. And I remember, right? Side note, people hit me up. Liz, a whole bunch, you know, and I appreciate it. They hit me up. Hey, hey. So one day I shocked her and I hit her up, which was really funny. And I said, I love you. And she was like, oh, you know, that is not the energy I'm I'm portraying. These people hit you up and, hey, do you know of this person? Or, hey, can you get me into this? Or, hey, can you can you introduce me to this? That's it. All they want is something. They don't call and say, hey, you know, I saw your video. I, I heard your podcast. Thank you. They don't do that. It's always something that they need. No, there's, there, there's no more unbalance, right? But you have that. You have that. But this is not it. What I'm talking about is making communication a normal thing. Stop being fearful of people and thinking that um that that if you say something wrong or if you ask a question that they're gonna hate you or post you on social media. And if they do, then that's good. The universe is showing you you don't need to fuck with small minded people or low vibrating people. You don't need that. So maybe that's not the time or maybe it's not what you need in your life right now. But it is okay to um to say, hey, Ifa Bay, or something came across my ear. And I know it's not your character, or I never thought that that was you. So do you have space? I, I need to have a conversation. Great, I do got space. Call me. Here's my number. Oh well, sis, you know, so I'm not trying to be messy. Listen, you called me. What what's up? Oh, no, sis, you know, such and such said, and I didn't think that was you. And I thought we had a good relationship. No, we do. And that person is in their bag. So thank you. Thank you for informing me. But we can do a three-way if you want to, because I'm not sure why would they say that to get clarity, to communicate. Oh, hold on. Okay. Put all three on phone. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, Um, I'm confused about something because you said something. Oh, that's what I thought you said. No, I didn't say that. 
oh, what I said was A, B, and C. Oh, oh, my bad. You know, you know what? I was going through some things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love y'all all. And let's go and have a great day. Let's uplift and inspire someone else. And that's it. That's all. So now we can move on. And something that might have been um, miscommunicated or took out of context or maybe got delivered wrong. Because sometimes I, my delivery can be wrong. I might be trying to get something across and I may use the wrong word. Perfect example. Yesterday, my granddaughter, best friend, tells her mother. In other words, like, you came for me. Like, you came and you canceled me. But what she was trying to say was you was annoying me because she was in the tub and her mother came in and she interrupted her. And she's like, well, to be honest, now this is my daughter telling a five-year-old, well, to be honest, every time I'm in the bathroom, you always come in there. She was like, my, it's mad annoying. Oh my God, I can't even take a bath, all of them in there. I bust out laughing. I did. I bust out laughing. First of all, a five-year-old is telling her, you came for me. Like you came for me. I was in the tub and I had water in my eyes and I called you. Um, but she was trying to sit there all day. I didn't need you for that. But she used the wrong word. She was trying to say you interrupted my bath. Okay, I understand that. Lessons that you learn from a five-year-old. Because I learn a lot from a five and a four and a three-year-old. Trust me on that. So my daughter sits and she tells me. Now she's going in, right? Because the five-year-old has canceled her. Like, you came for me. You're, you're getting on my nerves. I'm leaving. I'm going to put on my clothes. And don't talk to my gum gum, right? So, <laughs> so my daughter is sitting here and she's trying to explain to me how these children are in the bathroom every time she's in the tub. She can't relax. Like they're right there and it's just aggravating. And I'm looking at her like, do you know who you're talking to? Like, I'm happy we having this conversation. I'm happy that you feel so comfortable in sharing this with me. God bless you. But I'm also happy to be alive to hear this. What, ma? I have four of y'all. Every time I went into the bathroom, I'll see a hand, a foot. Ma, what you doing? Ma, what are you doing in there? We coming. Then Dee Dee had this beautiful way of, I want to get in the bath with you. So she'll take up all her clothes and jump in the water. And I'm like, well, fuck it. All of y'all are here. I might as well bathe you all. Kill one bird, one stone, bow. But my bath time, I couldn't have it. Even when I thought they were asleep. I sneak in there, run a hot bath, right? First of all, I had to clean the bathroom. Remember, it was a whole bunch of us living in the house. So I had to clean the bathroom, bow, 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 get everything ready. And right when I think they're asleep, I jump in. I can't even be in there for five minutes. It's like they smell me. Ma, what you doing? Mommy, mommy, Donna, what you doing? Shh, lay down. No, now they waking up all the rest. Now all four set of eight eyes is standing there in front of the tub looking at me. What you doing? Getting bubbles. Oh, she got bubbles. No, here, make a mustache. Look. So I would sit there and be like, God damn, I'm never going to enjoy a bath. All of my years, I have to say, I've never enjoyed a bath. And I want to tell her that. Even when I tried to, when my kids moved out, I had grandkids. 
So I never enjoyed a bath. When I lived in Atlanta, I had my grandson, Dakari. Every time I tried to get in there, bow. Then I had Didi and Shaba. They were big. They're still, Ma, what you doing? Shaba would close the toilet while she's big. So, Ma, what you doing? Oh, my God. Guess what happened today? And I'll be sitting there like, you serious? So I've never enjoyed just a hot tub. A hot tub, a hot bath, never enjoyed it. Never in all my years. I don't even want to enjoy it now because I'm scared somebody will call me on the phone or somebody will knock on my door. So I've never, never in all of my life ever enjoyed a hot bath. So she, my daughter, choose to communicate with me to tell me that she can't enjoy a hot bath. The only time she can do it is when I babysit her kids. Ma, I've never, and the oldest is 37 and the youngest is 32. And now I got nine grandkids. I've no, I don't even know what that luxury is. Get off my phone. Stop wasting my free minutes. But it was a beautiful conversation, right? So lessons, like I said, that you learn from communicating. Sometimes our delivery might not be conveyed like we're trying to say, because sometimes we get emotional. If it's something I know for me, I can't speak for everyone else. When something that is so, you know, so dear to my heart, I get excited. I get emotional. Like I, somebody has to say, yo, calm down, calm down. Oh my God. Calm. Cause I don't, I don't know how, you know, cause it's, I'm so passionate about certain things, not all things, certain things. When it comes to religion, I get passionate. Oh my God. Cause I think it's so beautiful. When it comes to children, I get so passionate because I think that now we have a new set of eyes on this planet. You know, when it comes to someone, you know, elevating themselves, I get so just so passionate. If it's something about material or clothes or a good bag or some shoes, sneakers, really, because I'm not I don't have a shoe fetish. I love sneakers. Right. So but it has to have a certain look. Let me just make sure I put that out because I'm not a Jordan fan. So it has to have a certain look. Something something different has to be about the sneakers. So anyway, I get really passionate about it. But if it's something that doesn't, you know, straighten to the point. Okay, yes. You know, but it's a communication. And sometimes we get emotional. We become overwhelmed. And the words that we want to say may come out wrong. Our delivery may come out wrong. I'm not excusing bad behavior. Please know that. If we are sitting here having a conversation and I'm trying to express myself and all you can yell is bitch, bitch, bitch. Now I'm going to get defensive because you're defensive and no one's going to get anywhere. See, but if we both have cool heads, so that's why you always ask people, Hey, do you have time? Do you have space? I would love to talk to you. Because if they're in a bad space, don't press the issue. If they go, no, you know, I'm not really feeling like talking today. Respect that. Respect. They have communicated to let you know, I'm not in the mood today. I I really can't. Oh my God, you got to talk to me. See, when you do all that, now you, 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 it's not even triggering. You getting on my fucking nerves. Let's be honest. And now I I don't even want to hold space for you. Whatever you saying, I didn't canceled it out. That's it. I'm good. Go about your way. See? So if someone comes to you and you go, hey, we really need to talk. And they respectfully say, not today. I'm not feeling it. Respect that. Give them a few days. That don't mean give them an hour. 
That don't mean give them 10 minutes. Oh, I'm going to call this bitch back. Oh, my God. No. Give them a few days. If you call them on Monday, call them again on Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday. And if they still say, no, I need some time, don't fuck with them for a whole month. Leave them alone. Let them, whatever they may go in with, because it, it may have nothing to do with you. Beautiful story. <clears throat> a sister was going through some things with her husband, her personal business, and somebody wanted to clear something up. She said, I need some time. The person took it as, oh, this bitch don't want to talk to me. Yeah, she's running. When I see her, it's on. I have nothing to do with her. We do have family. Whether you're spiritual or not, you still have other responsibilities. Your job, maybe school, your your mate, your kids, maybe your mother, your cousin, whatever it is. That's your personal business. But at least you had the respect enough to say, hey, I need some time to deal with your stuff. I'm over here dealing with this. I don't need to tell you my business. All I need to do is say, hey, I don't have time right now. I'm going through something. I don't give a fuck if they're posting. See, people get it twisted. Oh, they must got time. I saw them posting. That could be the therapy to save them through whatever it is they're going. I know people that lost their children. And, you know, I've watched where people go, well, she can't be mourning or he can't be mourning. He always on, on social media. That could be their therapy. Just posting things to uplift them, to get their mind off, watching other people's stories, finding something. Listen, I know a brother was going through it. Going through it. He was posting about cats and family. And, oh, well, he can't be going through so much. That's his therapy. That's what got him over the hurdle or the pain that he was going through. Who are we to sit and judge? Because people will. I, I hate those people that sit high and look low. You get on my nerves with that. But anyway, communication. Communication can really separate the grown-ups from the children. <laughs> I'm serious. And from learning that, it made it better. But it has to, we have to normalize it and remove the fear. Oh, you think they're going to talk to me? Oh, you think that they'll answer me? Only one way to find out. Pick up the phone or go visit them. That's it. Not unannounced, but, you know, go see them. It's very simple. Instead of doing all the extra and building some scenario in your head, so simple to pick up a phone. Just pick up a phone. Hey. Text. Hey, when you get a chance, call me. Here's my number. That's it. Now, most people may say, because, you know, some people don't want to deal. If they know, no shade. If they know you're a messy person or they just have some version of you that may not even be true or might be true. They may say, what is this concerning? Because I don't have time. Oh, well, you know, I would like to clear something up with you. Very simple. You don't need to send a 90 fucking page text. Ain't nobody reading that. Let me start off with that. First and foremost, even the nosiest of persons will tell you, girl, once you go past six sentences, I'm not reading that shit. Like, it serves no purpose. Like, no. Let's get to the gist of it. What is it? Well, I would like to clear something up with you. Oh, okay. Give me a call. Because now curiosity don't want. They may have heard something totally different. Or they reply, I've been meaning to call you as well. 
uh, give me an hour or call me right now or call me this evening or call me this weekend. Or we can meet up. Because some people like face-to-face. Or we can meet up. That's simple. Simple as fuck. Instead, what some of us do, we build a whole scenario in our head. Oh, well, you know what? If she say this, because I remember back in the day when her man looked at me, she felt some kind of way. Where the fuck are you getting all of this at? Who, what? Ciao. No. What? We doing extra. Oh, I can't do extra. I got a grandson. I call him extra. And he does the most. Extra. And ain't nobody out extraing him. Trust me on that. He does the most. If you tell him to sit down, he's going to give you 90 reasons why he can't sit down. From I'm allergic to chairs. <laughs> he can't see a chair. His leg hurt. If he sit down, it's going to hurt more. Like he goes over and beyond. And he's four. And I call him extra. So, mm-mm. but he'll fight. He'll fight. He'll fight his daddy if he got to. He don't care. Because he's extra. You know? But, and y'all not extra to him. So, why make up a scenario? Lessons that you learn from a five-year-old. Gum gum, my mother said that you're not coming to our house. I'm calling you to ask why. She don't care. Whatever was sent to her or said around her, she's calling to get a clarity. Hey, (laughs) gum gum. My mother said, you're not coming to my house. I want to know why. No, no, no. I'm coming. I'm on my way. I'm putting my shoes on. See, mommy? You don't know what you're talking about. Gum gum is on her way. I didn't say nothing about your stinky gum gum. Yes, you did. Because when you was on the phone, you told this to Auntie Frankie. And I had to make sure. And I go, lessons you learn from a five-year-old. Her sister said something that she didn't like. Gum gum, you know what Leia said? What? Her said this. And that's not nice. I told her that. Oh, okay. All right. Here's Leia. I didn't say it like that. Oh, well, what you say? And then she's going to correct you. Lessons you learn from children. I love taking pages out their book. Literally. Because... They take what you say, not at face value, as realness. I remember sitting in my daughter's house. This was maybe about two years ago. And I said, oh my God, it's raining cats and dogs. They literally went and walked to the window and they looking. And I'm like, what the fuck your kids are doing? She said, my, they looking for the cats and dogs coming out the sky. What? She said, because you said it's raining cats and dogs. I said, I can't with your kids. Then we were sitting there talking, and there's a saying that, you know, older people say, you know, when you're young and you trying to get into grown folks' conversations, you say, listen, the day you get a pot of pissing and a window to throw it out, then you can have something to say. My granddaughter said, what? We do not piss in pots. Why we pit like she, t- <laughs> we was... I fell out. I said, wow. Lessons from a five-year-old. I'm dead serious. Lessons that I've learned from a five-year-old. She went in. She thought that was so horrible. Gum gum. We do not piss in pots in here. 
Why would you piss in a pot? We piss in the toilet. She went in. So we had to have a talk because I had to communicate with her and explain what I meant. Because girlfriend was like, I'm not eating at your house if you over there pissing in pots. I can't. And she had to tell at least like seven of them people, whoever my daughter called, she had to convey that of her gum gum pissing in pots and throwing it out of windows. And I said, no, we say that when people think they're grown and they get into conversations. So we tell them when they get their own place, then they can talk. So why y'all just don't say that? I said, I don't know. Blame the older Southern people. Where they at? Let's call them. They dead. Oh, well, you can go in front of your altar and tell them. Because <laughs> trust and believe. She's five, but she believes that when you have a problem, you go in front of your altar because that's the telephone line to get to the other side. So if she needs to talk to folks, she go stand in front of the altar because she knows that, or the bovina, but she don't know how to say that. So me and her... You know, we get it. We we get our words, but I understand what she's saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you go in front of your altar, that's one side of the telephone because whoever you need to talk to, they're gonna pick up the other side, and you can have a complete conversation. Now, to her, she hasn't grasped that part of you know, it's a one-sided conversation. You tell them what you want, and you wait for the results because they they not gonna really talk to you, you know. But you stand there and you tell them what you want. So girlfriend, you know, she, she got that concept and I'm like, thank you. Alicia got that. But yeah. So communicating, communicating on every level and removing the fear, the fear and making up stories in your head to think that this person has a grudge against you or they may not like you. Just all the negative. I'm like, do anybody ever just come out with, well, maybe if I call her, I, sh you know, or him. They're going to be like, oh, my God, thank you for calling me. Thank you. But instead, we don't believe that. You can tell 90 people. No, because somebody once said on her page or in his. Uh, stop trying to break people down from there or, or think you know them from their posts that they. You do know we share shit. We get it from someone else. Once in a blue, we have original thought. But everything is from somebody else's page that we might be following. You ain't following. And it don't have nothing to do with me. For real. I post stuff because I talk to people. I get ideas. I get lessons from a five-year-old. Then I get lessons from the little people. And uh, maybe just my day-to-day. -day. You know, if I go to a store or yesterday while I was in the doctor's, I went early. And I told the young lady, I said, I'm here so early. I know my appointment is later on. And forgive me for being super early. It's not like, you know, cause I can wait. I don't, I, you know, I freed up my calendar. She said, thank you for coming in early. Do you know some doctors up here, when all their patients come in early, they can close early. Yesterday was Wednesday. They can close early. So half of the patients came super early and it was a blessing for them. So now they can go and do other things or catch up on their work that might have been slipping. So it was a blessing for all. I got in, got out. If my appointment was at 10 o'clock, I was there at 8.30. I was like, please forgive me. I know it's later. 
communicating. I didn't go in there and say, hey, I messed up or I make up a lie or anything like that. Because the majority of people do. I said, I know my appointment is later. And I know I got the time wrong. But I'm here. But if I have to sit here and wait, I'm good with that. She said, you're the first one. Come. Come in. And right when I walked in, everybody was there early than what they were supposed to. And it was a blessing for everyone. Communicating. Okay, God, won't he do it? Won't her do it? You know? So, I need for us, everyone that's listening, be it early in the morning or late at night or maybe in the afternoon, communicate. But see if that person has time. If they don't have time. And don't go by what they're posting on social media. Especially when people go, I got time today. Oh, well, she posted she got time today, but she don't want to talk. She may have time for something else. She don't have time for what you might have to tell her. Some people's brain is not wired for overload. Because I know if I'm posting or if I have doing a podcast, I'm doing a YouTube, you may have heard something or misconstrued. And it may not be important at this moment. It might be for you. But at this moment, I may not have the mental capacity to deal with. So give me my space respectfully. And I'll hit you back. Hey, do you have time today? Yes. Because cooler heads prevail. If you hot in the head and I'm hot in the head, how are we going to clear up anything? All we're going to do is, is make it more problematic. Add people in. Everybody's coming with a, a low vibration. No one's wanting solutions. And it just becomes a mess. You know? But people don't do that nowadays. People want to they build up these stories. And then they want to add people in on their mess, right? Perfect example. A few years ago, uh, before all of this came out about uh, Kendello and them, I had posted, like I said, sometimes, you know, stuff get misconstrued or I might have worded something wrong. I posted about one of his goddaughters. I said, wow, stacks. When I grow up, I want to be like stacks. It was an inside joke for all of those, but I made it public. So the Yawu was um, being born, Mephedafuno Batala, and stacks came in, you know, and she put a knot of ones in the Yawu's basket. I said, I want to be like you when I grow up because. Either she was driving a Rose or a Bentley, whatever she was. She was driving something outside. And I I forget the name of the car, so please, because this was this was a while ago. So we were we were, you know, laughing and joking. We was posting and everything. And these group of people decided to attack me for a post. First of all, they went on their page and just was going in. Then they took it to a whole new different level. Right? No, for real. And I showed up because you could have called me. You could have called me. You could have said, hey, A, B, and C. And I will say one of the sisters did call me and we had a great conversation. I took it as that, right? But okay. But yet and still, it was just going on. So this woman that she's crowned would just, like, she had it out to just, instead of just talking, she didn't do that. She didn't do that part. She would just, you know, blatantly write things. 
never tagged us. So I would go over there. And then after a while, I was like, why? Why am I worrying about something that really don't have anything to do with me? I wasn't there. So I'm, I've publicly made it known. I had just met Candelo, right? There was never no picture of me in his house, of me being in Florida, of me being in Texas. Why? Because I was a Yahweh and my godmother did not believe Yahweh should travel. So every time they would try to put me in a particular, you know, a, a spot or whatever and say it was me, it was Yahi Joyce, right? Communication. Instead of someone saying, hey, you know, this came by me and I just need some clarity. No. Instead, this was it. So, and every time, blessings to the ancestors. Every time they would post that I was there or I had something to do with it, someone would come in and say no and put a picture up. No, that was this person. She wasn't there. And I'm like, wow, y'all could have just called me. But no. See? So you have some people that just want to blatantly drag you. Right? In conversation, comprehending, trying to find solutions. For them, they don't want that. They just want to put you in an ugly light. And you have some people like that. So we can't talk about the beautiful side if not talk about the ugly side. Because I know people will say, well, Ifa Bea, what happens when you try to communicate with people and you try to, you know, find solutions and they just stuck in, her, in their ways and all they want to do is see the bad part about you? Well, I'm here to tell you, live in proof. Those people, let them simmer in their darkness. They're going to get a whole crew because, you know, your enemy's enemy is my friend. So... They're going to get a whole crew, a whole crew of people. And it was, it was a whole slew of them. And now what's so funny, because karma is real. None of them talk to each other. Not a one, not a one. None of them have any conversation with each other. And still, if someone calls them to this day, hey, oh no, you got, you can't trust her. How? Y'all don't even know me personally. I've never came to these people to say, oh my God, you're horrible, you're this, you're that. Not at all. So you can't have a clear communication with someone that already in their mind made up an image or a picture of you. Because why? Somebody got in their ear to poison. And I love it. My sister, a good, good friend of mine, Yvette, the Motown witch, she had made a post. Well, she had shared a post. That, you know, the weakest thing is allowing someone to come and poison your ear about someone that could have been a blessing to you. I'm paraphrasing because, you know, but that's the gist of it. This person might have been a blessing to you. This person might have helped you or maybe they could have, you know, showed you another way of seeing how to make lemonade. But instead, all you want to do is see the ugliness instead of picking up the phone saying, hey, let me, you know, I would like to talk to you and clear up some things. No. They just took it and ran with it. And everybody that they come across, they do the same thing. They will sit there and dog you out. So some communication is really not worth it. It's not. It's not. Some, you, you're not going to find a solution. All you're going to find, the deeper you dig of peeling back our onion, is more hate. And guess what? Once you get to the core of it, that hate ain't stem from you. It stem from them. So until they heal themselves, baby, keep going. Keep going. Because technically, it's not about you. They don't hate you. They hate what they see in you because that light should have been in them. 
And it might have been. And they allowed someone to quench it. So now they're hating on you. Real fact. So that's it. You know what I'm saying? So just keep going. Keep going. Keep living your life. But when there's something that is maybe confused or maybe chaotic or maybe you like, listen, no, that's not that person. Like, let me call them. That's it. A clear communication without the extra, without the fucking drama, without the feel, making up stories. Well, last year, they didn't like my post, so I think she don't like me. What? Somebody really felt that way. Oh, last year you... Oh, wait, let me even give you a better story. A good, good friend of mine, Mika, I love her, and if she's listening, she knows. I didn't post her for her birthday. I didn't wish her a happy birthday, but I wish everybody else. And she definitely read me for the gods. I still love her. It's going to be my girl. And I said, wow, you know. But how many times, and, and you know, because sometimes we do that reflection thing. Like, how dare you come for me? Because how many times have you called me on my birthday? So, and I could have went that route, but I didn't. I said, oh, my God, Mika, I apologize. You're right. I'm sorry. And that's it. That's all. But sometimes it can be that. It might be a miscommunication or it might be, wait, hold on. That you, Hey, you forgot about me. Like, and I understand that. Technically, I do on all serious. But it's, it's never wrong to hit someone up to get a clear, a clear communication, a clear answer, an understanding. You know, that's it. Instead of making a whole fucking scenario in your head. Yeah, I cuss. For all those that entered in, yeah, I cuss. So today, let's start normalizing communication, getting a clear understanding of what may have happened. Now, if someone is posting, because, you know, I know what some of y'all give. If someone is posting about, oh my God, you know, today's world of bad relationships, don't mean they're going through a bad relationship. Unless they posted, oh my God, I'm going through a bad relationship, then okay. But usually that person is venting. <laughs> when people are venting, side note, if they ain't saying my name, I let them talk. They can be like, yeah, because motherfuckers, they don't understand. I hate all fucking women that wear colorful wigs. She ain't say my name, so... She just, whatever she's going through, that, that's on her. You know, let her vent. Some things she needs to get out. Now, if she say, if I bail you and your ugly wigs, now I'm, now I'm going to say something. But other than that, you just venting. So vent. Get that shit off your chest. Don't got nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to take nothing personal because you're just venting. But we get into this. We become a society that it's not even cool to vent no more. If you vent, people are going to find something to take it as offense, and then they're going to run with it and tell 90 people, did you see what she posted? Did you see what he said? Oh, my God. It's, it's defensive, and we need to cancel them, or we need to go at them. Did anybody ever pick up a phone and say, hey, I see you venting, right? Yeah. Babes, you, you need someone to talk to? Yeah, I do. Very simple. Instead of having these secret fucking groups about somebody because they choose to vent on their page that they created, that they pay for the Wi-Fi, the phone, all of that. You don't pay anything. So how did we become these weak people where whatever I post, you're taking it as a negative or now I'm, I'm this fucking 
evil, wicked mongrel. Just yesterday, I was this cool person that, oh my God, you're so cool. Because I posted something on my page. If it did not apply to you, let it fly. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. But no, no. We got so many bullies nowadays on social media. But then when you see them in real life, is hey, how you doing? Shut up. Sit down. Don't do that. For real. So, yeah. It, communication, y'all. Let's learn it. Let's respect it. Let's utilize it. Let's put it in our everyday fucking daily activity to communicate with someone instead of being extra, doing the most when you could just call to see, but making sure that person has the time, the patience, the space, the mental space, because they may have their own personal thing going on. You know, if I share something with you, it's because I respect you. And I give you access to certain things and parts of my life. But I learned as a young girl, you have to be careful what you share of your personal, right? Because people talk to people that you're not cool with. I already explained that to y'all. So be careful what you share with people. Because not everybody needs to know your fucking business. So communication. If you know you can't talk to people, go talk to your altar. Talk to your ancestors. Talk to God. Talk to Moses. Talk to Mary. She always listening. She your grandmama. Talk to somebody to just get it out. Or go and find a therapist and talk to them. It's okay for us to have therapists. It is not a bad thing. It does not prove you a weak. It doesn't make you less of a man or a woman. It does not make you Fucking crazy. It helps. It helps. But the the problem is most of us think it's cool to get a therapist and we don't say anything. We talk about the crazy part. I, <laughs> for real. We get a therapist and we want to gossip about the people that's on Facebook. You're not there for that. Therapy is for you. Not worrying about what someone posts and do you think they're talking about you. No. talk. Get to the root of the matter of why you think... Everything is about you. What's wrong? What's going on? What are you hiding? What are you deflecting? What are you trying to not get to the core of? Let's deal with that. That's why you go to therapy for you, to deal with your issues. Why do you have to give, you know, energy to such a low vibrational shit? Talk about that. What happened in your childhood? But don't sit here and go to therapy and all you want to do is talk about what you've seen on Instagram or what you've seen on Facebook. Tune out. Unplug. Unplug. The the healthiest thing I've ever done, no lie, is log off of Facebook, social media, and go to sleep. Or do other things. Is to log off. And I learned that, no shade, from Prince Elias. The guy. Eli. Eli. Elias. Right? The one that does the morning readings and stuff. I learned that from him. He would get on early in the morning and get off by 4.30. That's it. You're not seeing him until the next day. He has a life. And I'm like, wow. I'm not saying that y'all don't have a life. But social media is not the way. It's beautiful to to network, to put your business out, free advertisement, all of that. No, you don't need to buy followers. Be consistent. People love consistency. Be consistent. 
And then once you finish, go and do something. I love going out. I like going to see things. You know, I I love being on the phone with the little people because I learn so much. I learn about stuff. Tell you a real quick story the other day. We was in Home Depot getting plants and stuff, right? So my son-in-law tells me that my best friend wanted to try bobo tea. So I said, okay, let's go. He said, no, I'm going to bring her daddy daughter day. I'm buying my best friend. Best friend want to try it. I'm going to buy one and buy one for me. So my daughter, which I always thought she tried it. She was like, what did it taste like? I said, it was good to me. I said, but it's a quiet taste. You know, my ex-husband had it. He didn't like it. I said, it's a quiet taste. Okay. Well, she got the bobo tea. Best friend don't like it. None of them like it. Not a one. Which is great. Now I can buy it and go in their house and I don't have to worry about none of them asking me for nothing. So that works out for well for me because I don't like sharing. So <clears throat> when she got on the phone, she said, gum gum, I don't like that. That's nasty. They said, we like the tea, but we don't like the, the stuff, the tapioca balls. No, that's nasty. That's nasty. Us don't, us don't like that. Us just think that's nasty. I fell out. Because they don't. They don't like it. And, um... Which is okay, but she watched videos of food and different things, so she wanted to try it. She didn't like it. But I I know a lot of people that don't like it, and it was cool for her to say it. Like, Gum Gum, you like it? Yeah. Us don't like it. Us think that's nasty. Who eats that? I do. So I'm grateful that we had that conversation because, see, her parents just knew, oh, she's going to try it. She's going to love it. Y'all didn't even try it. And when they tried it, they didn't like it. So part of me believed that if I would have been there, she would have liked it. But because they sat there knowing them, freaking frack, they, oh, this is nasty. So she's going to follow her parents. So, of course, she's going to be like, no, it's nasty. Trust and believe that. that That's the truth behind that matter. But I diverse. Anyway, let's normalize communicating. Let's normalize reaching out to people first, finding out if they have space and time to talk, to get clarity, to make sure that what you've, you know, heard or if it's fact, instead of going to seven different people to get 90 different versions, go to the source of the matter. It will clear up. It will strengthen. It may give up more of an understanding. And it, it's about networking and it helps. Because it relieves the tension, the stress, all of that. It gets off of you. Goes into the universe and disappears. And what's filled with it? Love. Clarity. Understanding. No more vibrating at a lower level. Everybody's elevated now. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, definitely... I do apologize because the show is on Mondays and Wednesdays. So I do apologize. Um, I may get on this evening. I will see or I'll just wait until the following week and start it all over. But if you have any ideas or any topics you would like to discuss, feel free. Um, If you like to be a guest on Conversations with E5 Bayo or Get Mug Monday, you want to talk about your product or your company, Hey, feel free to hit me up. We'll talk, and I don't have a problem with putting you on. So, let's talk. Still in the process of, by September, 
we should be going back to Sunday's best because it's summer. People need to enjoy their summer. And, you know, with all the crazy stuff going on, you know, and prayers definitely out to Cuba, to Haiti, to Africa. Definitely prayer strength. If you can donate things, that's great. But definitely make them a part of your prayer um, because people are fighting and, you know, there's always rumors about things and they're rumoring that they want to send the army over and all of that. And these are children, lives, people, you know, so it's a lot going on out in the world that is that needs our attention and our energy than the crazy petty things that are taking place. We we don't need to give energy. We need to give our energy to Cuba, to Haiti, to Africa, to a lot of places. And I always tell people, I don't watch Channel 5 News or Channel to any American channels because they don't give you the true story. You know, they don't. They they make it for their benefit. So um, definitely, definitely uh, link up with people, share Put people in your prayers, you know, and as well, we have people that's here in the United States that are going through Miami as well because they have loved ones and stuff over there. Uh, definitely. Um, my son's godfather and all of them, you know, their families over there, my son's godmother and stuff. So definitely prayers, lighting candles, giving words of encouragement, you know, letting people know, hey, um, we, you know, we're praying for you or we're lighting candles on your behalf, you know, protecting all of that. Whatever you feel you need to do to add, um, you know, would be greatly appreciated on everything. Um, also, still working on meet and greet. It's going to be rainy all weekend in New York as well as up here. So everybody's gripping and making sure we all cool because we saw the flooding before. Um so I, I won't be down there this weekend. So hopefully the following weekend I'll be down in New York and, you know, I'll be going to different establishments to see if they want to set up for a meet and greet. But I know things are still kind of sketchy because of this COVID and the new strains is coming out and things like that. So, yeah, we always have to practice social distancing and, you know, mask and all of that and you know, people are vaccinated. Some people choose not to. Either which way is good. I, you know, I I don't um, disagree with either side. So respectfully, but we still have to, you know, be mindful as well as checking in on your seniors. Please do checking in on the elders, checking in on the children, things like that. So and you know, stocking up because this summer yeah it's hot because we're getting all this rain. So you know, once after the rain we're out. The heat comes and the heat wave is coming. So definitely stock up with things. And then, you know, September is right around the corner. We're not sure how all of this is going to play out. So it's nice to have a nice little stockpile of emergencies just in case. Okay. As always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. Thank you. And I want to give you a beautiful spell. <laughs> a beautiful spell. Right. No conjure work. Um, going in my, my repertoire of clear communication, clear communication. It's called the loom, right? Clear. 
It's like you can order it on Amazon too. A L, <coughs> excuse me, A L U M. <coughs> it's called the loom. Clear communication. Get a glass of water. Put a piece of a loom in it, so your spirits can see clear and you can see clear. A loom, A L U M. A loom. Glass of water. Put it on top of the refrigerator. We're going to leave it up there for seven days. Clear communication. Glass of water and put a piece of a loom in it so you can see things clearly. You can hear things clearly. There will be no miscommunication. A loom. So use that and let me know how it worked for you because I always use it. Even back then, I still use it now. A loom. A-L-U-M. You can get a nice piece on Amazon. You can go to your local botanica. They will have it. It's little rocks. It looks like a little... Sometimes they look like clear glass, but it's a loom. And you take it. You can, you know, break it up. And you put it in a glass of water. You put it up high. And you will see things clearly as well as hear things clearly. Okay? I use it. So please don't get on here or be like, oh, I've never heard that. You... You just met me. Hi, how you doing? I'm Ifa Bayo. Thank you. But for clear communication or clear understanding or to have a clear sight alone with a glass of water. That's all you need. Leave it for seven days and you can keep it consistently. I keep mine consistently. I throw it out, clean the glass, put another fresh glass of water. Cool. And I just drop a piece of loom in it so I can always see things clearly. And I can understand things clearly. I don't like chaos and confusion. But anyway, thank you. I hope this helps. Grab your chairs, fold them up, fold your blankets up. Thank you. And the song that y'all was listening to was um, Gwen Guthrie. Uh, they long to be close to you. Close to you. So, old song. Love it. Love it. And I may, may you uplift, inspire, encourage, learn something different from someone that you meet, be it child or adult, because I always learn the best lessons from kids. But thank you for tuning in, the Back Porch Conjurer, and I'll see y'all and talk to y'all on Monday.
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the back porch. Conjure. <clears throat> Worker. Me. Ifa Bayo. First off, I need you to grab a chair. Grab a blanket. Cop a squat. Grab you some morning tea. Coffee. A drink. It's 3 o'clock somewhere. Grab your blanket. You know. Hey. Here it's foggy. Up here in the mountains it's foggy. You can't, you can't even see down the street. First off, I want to say good morning. And I do apologize for not being able to give you your daily dose yesterday. But I was all over the place. And I had to run all these errands. And as well as talk to people. And if I don't do the podcast in the morning, it kind of takes away the magic. So, you know. Shout out, I do apologize, but you got it this morning as promised and delivered. This morning, see, I learned a valuable lesson yesterday, and I want to share it with you today. See, everything happens in divine plan. Everything. Everything happens in divine plan. But the message I want to share with you is called communication. Communication. It's very simple. To pick up a phone and say, hey, what's up? Without being scared or think you're being messy or acting like you're gossiping. No, I need clarity on something. Something came across my ear. And I don't want to do mess, but I need clarification. I need to go to the source. I don't need to go through seven people and get seven different versions. No, I need to go to the person. That's what we need to start normalizing. Make that into a trend. Communicating with one another. Hey, sis, or hey, bruh, you got space today? I need to have a conversation with you. Either we FaceTime or call, right? It all depends on where you at and what do you have time for. No, 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 hit me up tonight at 7. Okay, good, I got you. I got you. Or, hey, I'm, I'm free now. What's up? Let me call you. Okay. Communicating. It relieves. It releases. It confirms. It solidifies. It does so much that it's amazing. But what we do most of the time, we shut down. Oh, no, I'm not going to call. No, I don't want to get involved. No, that's mess. So now you're running around to seven different people instead of calling the source. And now you got seven different versions. And usually, usually, nine times out of ten, we go with the negative source. Oh, well, the reason why they said that, you know, last month they said they didn't like you. I knew it. She's jealous of me. Or he he wanted my money. I knew it. Because when I went, they were looking at me funny. Maybe they were looking at you funny because you didn't speak. And they might agree to you. How about that? How do we just automatically start canceling and automatically go to the negative. Hey, how you doing? Communication. Well, hey, I said something about you and you might have took it the wrong way because the person that came to tell you already was in their bag. Oh, okay. Yo, you know, thank you. Thank you for clearing that up because I thought we were cool. No, we are. See, that's how that will end a lot of stuff. But we don't want that. 
So I learned this lesson because early in the morning, I get a phone call. See, it's not mess. Don't be a part of my story or my journey. Then don't contact me. So I get a call and the caller was just, just going in. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Stop. Stop. But see, I didn't even have to take action because they called everybody else. So everybody else took action. I didn't need to. I didn't. But it was so crazy because the communication part. And, you know, they, somebody had posted a post and said, be careful or, or see why people hit you up. If you ain't speak to me in months, keep that same energy. If you didn't speak to me in months, months, I can't do you a favor. For what? And it's not no, oh, I didn't speak to you because, you know, you only hit me up when you need something. That's it. You don't hit me up to say, hey, what's up? I'm just passing through. Thought about you. I love you. Now, I did that. And it wasn't reciprocated. So guess what I did? I stopped altogether. No, it's cool. And I remember, right? Side note, people hit me up. Liz, a whole bunch, you know, and I appreciate it. They hit me up. Hey, hey. So one day I shocked her and I hit her up, which was really funny. And I said, I love you. And she was like, oh, you know, that is not the energy I'm, I'm portraying. These people hit you up and, hey. Do you know of this person? Or, hey, can you get me into this? Or, hey, can you can you introduce me to this? That's it. All they want is something. They don't call and say, hey, you know, I saw your video. I, I heard your podcast. Thank you. They don't do that. It's always something that they need. No. There's, there, there's no more imbalance. Right? But you have that. You have that. But this is not it. What I'm talking about is making communication a normal thing. Stop being fearful of people and thinking that um, that that if you say something wrong or if you ask a question, that they're going to hate you or post you on social media. And if they do then that's good. The universe is showing you you don't need to fuck with small-minded people or low-vibrating people. You don't need that. So maybe that's not the time or maybe it's not what you need in your life right now. But it is okay to um, to say, hey, Ifa Bayo, something came across my ear and I know it's not your character or I never thought that that was you. So... Do you have space? I, I need to have a conversation. Great. I do got space. Call me. Here's my number. Oh, well, sis, you know, so I'm not trying to be messy. Listen, you called me. What, what's up? Oh, no, sis, you know, such and such said, and I didn't think that was you. And I thought we had a good relationship. No, we do. And that person is in their bag. So thank you. Thank you for informing me. But we can do a three-way if you want to, because I'm not sure why would they say that to get clarity, to communicate. Oh, hold on. Okay. Put all three on phone. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. Um, I'm confused about something because you said something. Oh, that's what I thought you said. No, I didn't say that. 
oh, what I said was A, B, and C. Oh, oh, my bad. You know, you know what? I was going through some things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love y'all all. And let's go and have a great day. Let's uplift and inspire someone else. And that's it. That's all. So now we can move on. And something that might have been um, miscommunicated or took out of context or maybe got delivered wrong. Because sometimes my delivery can be wrong. I might be trying to get something across and I may use the wrong word. Perfect example. Yesterday, my granddaughter, best friend, tells her mother. In other words, like, you came for me. Like, you came and you canceled me. But what she was trying to say was you was annoying me because she was in the tub and her mother came in and she interrupted her. And she's like, well, to be honest, now this is my daughter telling a five-year-old, well, to be honest, every time I'm in the bathroom, you always come in there. She was like, ma, it's mad annoying. Oh my God, I can't even take a bath, all of them in there. I bust out laughing. I did. I bust out laughing. First of all, a five-year-old is telling her, you came for me. Like you came for me. I was in the tub and I had water in my eyes and I called you. Um, But she was trying to sit there all day. I didn't need you for that. But she used the wrong word. She was trying to say you interrupted my bath. Okay, I understand that. Lessons that you learn from a five-year-old. Because I learn a lot from a five and a four and a three-year-old. Trust me on that. So my daughter sits and she tells me. Now she's going in, right? Because the five-year-old has canceled her. Like, you came for me. You're, You're getting on my nerves. I'm leaving. I'm going to put on my clothes. And don't talk to my gum gum, right? So So my daughter is sitting here and she's trying to explain to me how these children are in the bathroom every time she's in the tub. She can't relax. Like they're right there and it's just aggravating. And I'm looking at her like, do you know who you're talking to? Like, I'm happy we having this conversation. I'm happy that you feel so comfortable in sharing this with me. God bless you. But I'm also happy to be alive to hear this. What, ma? I have four of y'all. Every time I went into the bathroom, I see a hand, a foot. Ma, what you doing? Ma, what are you doing in there? We coming. Then Dee Dee had this beautiful way of, I want to get in the bath with you. So she'll take off all her clothes and jump in the water. And I'm like, well, fuck it. All of y'all are here. I might as well bathe you all. Kill one bird, one stone bow. But my bath time, I couldn't have it. Even when I thought they were asleep. I sneak in there, run a hot bath, right? First of all, I had to clean the bathroom. Remember, it was a whole bunch of us living in the house. So I had to clean the bathroom, bow, 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 get everything ready. And right when I think they're asleep, I jump in. I can't even be in there for five minutes. It's like they smell me. Ma, what you doing? Mommy, mommy, Donna, what you doing? Shh, lay down. No, now they waking up all the rest. Now all four. Set of eight eyes is standing there in front of the tub looking at me. What you doing? Getting bubbles. Oh, she got bubbles. No, here, make a mustache. Look. So I would sit there and be like, God damn. I'm never going to enjoy a bath. All of my years, I have to say, I've never enjoyed a bath. And I want to tell her that. Even when I tried to, when my kids moved out, I had grandkids. 
So I never enjoyed a bath. When I lived in Atlanta, I had my grandson, Dakari. Every time I tried to get in there, bow. Then I had Didi and Shaba. They were big. They're still, Ma, what you doing? Shaba would close the toilet while she's big. So, Ma, what you doing? Oh, my God. Guess what happened today? And I'll be sitting there like, you serious? So I've never enjoyed just a hot tub. A hot tub, a hot bath, never enjoyed it. Never in all my years. I don't even want to enjoy it now because I'm scared somebody will call me on the phone or somebody will knock on my door. So I've never, never in all of my life ever enjoyed a hot bath. So she, my daughter, choose to communicate with me to tell me that she can't enjoy a hot bath. The only time she can do it is when I babysit her kids. Ma, I've never, and the oldest is 37 and the youngest is 32. And now I got nine grandkids. I've no, I don't even know what that luxury is. Get off my phone. Stop wasting my free minutes. But it was a beautiful conversation, right? So lessons, like I said, that you learn from communicating. Sometimes our delivery might not be conveyed like we're trying to say, because sometimes we get emotional. If it's something I know for me, I can't speak for everyone else. When something that is so, you know, so dear to my heart, I get excited. I get emotional. Like I, somebody has to say, yo, calm down, calm down. Oh my God. Calm. Cause I don't, I don't know how you know, because I'm so passionate about certain things. Not all things. Certain things. When it comes to religion, I get passionate. Oh, my God. Because I think it's so beautiful. When it comes to children, I get so passionate. Because I think that now we have a new set of eyes on this planet. You know, when it comes to someone, you know, elevating themselves, I get so, just so passionate. If it's something about material or clothes or a good bag or some shoes sneakers really because i'm not i don't have a shoe fetish i love sneakers right so but it has to have a certain look let me just make sure i put that out because i'm not a jordan fan so it has to have a certain look something something different has to be about the sneakers so anyway i get really passionate about it but if it's something that doesn't you know straighten to the point okay yes you know but it's a communication and sometimes we get emotional, we become overwhelmed, and the words that we want to say may come out wrong. Our delivery may come out wrong. I'm not excusing bad behavior. Please know that. If we are sitting here having a conversation and I'm trying to express myself and all you can yell is bitch, bitch, bitch. Now, I'm going to get defensive because you're defensive and no one's going to get anywhere. See? But if we both have cool heads... So that's why you always ask people, hey, do you have time? Do you have space? I would love to talk to you. Because if they're in a bad space, don't press the issue. If they go, no, you know, I'm not really feeling like talking today. Respect that. Respect. They have communicated to let you know, I'm not in the mood today. I, I really can't. Oh, my God, you got to talk to me. See, when you do all that, now you, you, you. It's not even triggering. You're getting on my fucking nerves. Let's be honest. And now I, I don't even want to hold space for you. Whatever you saying, I didn't canceled it out. That's it. I'm good. Go about your way. See? So if someone comes to you and you go, hey, we really need to talk. And they respectfully say, not today. I'm not feeling it. Respect that. Give them a few days. That don't mean give them an hour. 
That don't mean give them 10 minutes. Oh, I'm going to call this bitch back. Oh, my God. No. Give them a few days. If you call them on Monday, call them again on Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday. And if they still say, no, I need some time. Don't fuck with them for a whole month. Leave them alone. Let them, whatever they may go in with, because it, it may have nothing to do with you. Beautiful story. <clears throat> a sister was going through some things with her husband, her personal business, and somebody wanted to clear something up. She said, I need some time. The person took it as, oh, this bitch don't want to talk to me. Yeah, she's running. When I see her, it's on. I have nothing to do with her. We do have family. Whether you're spiritual or not, you still have other responsibilities. Your job, maybe school, your your mate, your kids, maybe your mother, your cousin. Whatever it is, that's your personal business. But at least you had the respect enough to say, hey, I need some time to deal with your stuff. I'm over here dealing with this. I don't need to tell you my business. All I need to do is say, hey, I don't have time right now. I'm going to do something. I don't give a fuck if they're posting. See, people get it twisted. Oh, they must got time. I saw them posting. That could be the therapy to save them through whatever it is they're going. I know people that lost their children. And, you know, I've watched where people go, well, she can't be mourning or he can't be mourning. He always on, on social media. That could be their therapy. Just posting things to uplift them, to get their mind off. Watching other people's stories, finding something. Listen, I know a brother was going through it. Going through it. He was posting about cats and family. And, oh, well, he can't be going through so much. That's his therapy. That's what got him over the hurdle or the pain that he was going through. Who are we to sit and judge? Because people will. I, I hate those people that sit high and look low. You get on my nerves with that. But anyway, communication. Communication can really separate the grown-ups from the children. <laughs> I'm serious. And from learning that, it made it better. But it has to, we have to normalize it and remove the fear. Oh, you think they're going to talk to me? Oh, you think that they'll answer me? Only one way to find out. Pick up the phone or go visit them. That's it. Not unannounced, but, you know, go see them. It's very simple. Instead of doing all the extra and building some scenario in your head, so simple to pick up a phone. Just pick up a phone. Hey, text. Hey, when you get a chance, call me. Here's my number. That's it. Now, most people may say, because, you know, some people don't want to deal. If they know, no shade. If they know you're a messy person or they just have some version of you that may not even be true or may be true. They may say, what is this concerning? Because I don't have time. Oh, well, you know, I would like to clear something up with you. Very simple. You don't need to send a 90 fucking page text. Ain't nobody reading that. Let me start off with that. First and foremost, even the nosiest of persons will tell you, girl, once you go past six sentences, I'm not reading that shit. Like, it serves no purpose. Like, no. Let's get to the gist of it. What is it? Well, I would like to clear something up with you. Oh, okay. Give me a call. Because now curiosity don't want. They may have heard something totally different. Or they reply, I've been meaning to call you as well. 
uh, give me an hour or call me right now or call me this evening or call me this weekend. Or we can meet up. Because some people like face-to-face. Or we can meet up. That's simple. Simple as fuck. Instead, what some of us do, we build a whole scenario in our head. Oh, hell, you know what? If she say this, because I remember back in the day when her man looked at me, she felt some kind of way. Where the fuck are you getting all of this at? Who? What? Child. No. What? We doing extra. Oh, I can't do extra. I got a grandson. I call him extra. And he does the most. Extra. And ain't nobody out extraing him. Trust me on that. He does the most. If you tell him to sit down, he's going to give you 90 reasons why he can't sit down. From I'm allergic to chairs. <laughs> he can't see a chair. His leg hurt. If he sit down, it's going to hurt more. Like he goes over and beyond. And he's four. And I call him extra. So, mm-mm. But he'll fight. He'll fight. He'll fight his daddy if he got to. He don't care. Because he's extra. You know? But, and y'all not extra to him. So, why make up a scenario? Lessons that you learn from a five-year-old. Gum Gum, my mother said that you're not coming to our house. I'm calling you to ask why. She don't care. Whatever was sent to her or said around her, she's calling to get a clarity. Hey, (laughs) Gum Gum, my mother said you're not coming to my house. I want to know why. No, 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 I'm coming. I'm on my way. I'm putting my shoes on. See, Mommy? You don't know what you're talking about. Gum Gum is on her way. I didn't say nothing about your stinky gum gum. Yes, you did. Because when you was on the phone, you told this to Auntie Frankie and I had to make sure. And I go, lessons you learn from a five-year-old. Her sister said something that she didn't like. Gum gum, you know what Leia said? What? Her said this. And that's not nice. I told her that. Oh, okay. All right. Here's Leia. I didn't say it like that. Oh, well, what you say? And then she's going to correct you. Lessons you learn from children. I love taking pages out their book. Literally. Because they take what you say, not at face value, as realness. I remember sitting in my daughter's house. This was maybe about two years ago. And I said, oh my God, it's raining cats and dogs. They literally went and walked to the window and they looking. And I'm like, what the fuck are your kids doing? She said, my, they looking for the cats and dogs coming out the sky. What? She said, because you said it's raining cats and dogs. I said, I can't with your kids. Then we were sitting there talking and there's a saying that, you know, older people say, you know, when you young and you trying to get into grown folks' conversations, you say, listen, the day you get a pot of pissing and a window to throw it out, then you can have something to say. My granddaughter said, what? We do not piss in pots. Why are we piss? Like, she, (laughs) we was, I fell out. I said, wow. Lessons from a five-year-old. I'm dead serious. Lessons that I've learned from a five-year-old. She went in. She thought that was so horrible. Gum gum. We do not piss in pots in here. 
Why would you piss in a pot? We piss in the toilet. She went in. So we had to have a talk because I had to communicate with her and explain what I meant. Because girlfriend was like, I'm not eating at your house if you over there pissing in pots. I can't. And she had to tell at least like seven of them people, whoever my daughter called, she had to convey that of her gum gum pissing in pots and throwing it out of windows. And I said, no, we say that when people think they're grown and they get into conversations. So we tell them when they get their own place, then they can talk. So why y'all just don't say that? I said, I don't know. Blame the older Southern people. Where they at? Let's call them. They dead. Oh, well, then you can go in front of your altar and tell Because <laughs> trust and believe. She's five, but she believes that when you have a problem, you go in front of your altar because that's the telephone line to get to the other side. So if she needs to talk to folks, she go stand in front of the altar because she knows that, or the bovina, but she don't know how to say that. So me and her... You know, we get it. We, we get our words, but I understand what she's saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you go in front of your altar, that's one side of the telephone because whoever you need to talk to, they're going to pick up the other side and you can have a complete conversation. Now to her, she hasn't grasped that part of, you know, it's a one sided conversation. You tell them what you want and you wait for the results because they, they not going to really talk to you, you know, but you stand there and you tell them what you want. So girlfriend, you know, she, she got that concept and I'm like, thank you. At least you got that. But yeah. So communicating, communicating on every level and removing the fear, the fear and making up stories in your head to think that this person has a grudge against you or they may not like you. Just all the negative. I'm like, do anybody ever just come out with, well, maybe if I call her, I, sh you know, or him. They're going to be like, oh, my God, thank you for calling me. Thank you. But instead, we don't believe that. You can tell 90 people. No, because somebody once said on her page or in his. Oh, stop trying to break people down from there or, or think you know them from their post that they. You do know we share shit. We get it from someone else. Once in a blue, we have original thought. But everything is from somebody else's page that we might be following. You ain't following. And it don't have nothing to do with me. For real. I post up because I talk to people. I get ideas. I get lessons from a five-year-old. Then I get lessons from the little people. And uh, maybe just my day-to-day. -day. You know, if I go to a store or yesterday while I was in the doctor's, I went early. And I told the young lady, I said, I'm here so early. I know my appointment is later on. And forgive me for being super early. It's not like, you know, because I can wait. I don't, I, you know, I freed up my calendar. She said, thank you for coming in early. Do you know some doctors up here, when all their patients come in early, they can close early. Yesterday was Wednesday. They can close early. So half of the patients came super early and it was a blessing for them. So now they can go and do other things or catch up on their work that might have been slipping. So it was a blessing for all. I got in, got out. If my appointment was at 10 o'clock, I was there at 8.30. I was like, please forgive me. I know it's later. 
communicating. I didn't go in there and say, hey, I messed up or I make up a lie or anything like that. Because the majority of people do. I said, I know my appointment is later. And I know I got the time wrong. But I'm here. But if I have to sit here and wait, I'm good with that. She said, you the first one. Come. Come in. And right when I walked in, everybody was there early than what they were supposed to. And it was a blessing for everyone. Communicating. Look at God. Won't he do it? Won't her do it? You know? So, I need for us, everyone that's listening, be it early in the morning or late at night or maybe in the afternoon, communicate. But see if that person has time. If they don't have time. And don't go by what they're posting on social media. Especially when people go, I got time today. Oh, well, she posted she got time today, but she don't want to talk. She may have time for something else. She don't have time for what you might have to tell her. Some people brain is not wired for overload. Because I know if I'm posting or if I have doing a podcast, I'm doing a YouTube, you may have heard something or misconstrued. And it may not be important at this moment. It might be for you. But at this moment, I may not have the mental capacity to deal with. So give me my space respectfully. And I'll hit you back. Hey, do you have time today? Yes. Because cooler heads prevail. If you hiding ahead and I'm hiding ahead, how are we going to clear up anything? What we're going to do is, is make it more problematic. Add people in. Everybody's coming with a, a low vibration. No one's wanting solutions. And it just becomes a mess. You know? But people don't do that nowadays. People want to, they build up these stories. And then they want to add people in on their mess, right? Perfect example. A few years ago, uh, before all of this came out about uh, Kendella and them, I had posted, like I said, sometimes, you know, stuff get misconstrued or I might have worded something wrong. I had posted about one of his goddaughters. I said, wow, stacks. When I grow up, I want to be like stacks. It was an inside joke for all of those, but I made it public. So the Yawu was um, being born. My father Funo Batala. And stacks came in, you know, and she put a knot of ones in the Yawu's basket. I said, I want to be like you when I grow up because... Either she was driving a Rose or a Bentley, whatever she was. She was driving something outside. And I I forget the name of the car, so please, because this was this was a while ago. So we were we were, you know, laughing and joking. We was posting and everything. And these group of people decided to attack me for a post. First of all, they went on their page and just was going in. Then they took it to a whole new different level. Right? No, for real. And I showed up because you could have called me. You could have called me. You could have said, hey, A, B, and C. And I will say one of the sisters did call me and we had a great conversation. I took it as that, right? But okay. But yet and still, it was just going on. So this woman that she's crowned would just, like she had it out to just, instead of just talking, she didn't do that. She didn't do that part. She would just, you know, blatantly write things. 
never tagged us. So I would go over there. And then after a while, I was like, why? Why am I worrying about something that really don't have anything to do with me? I wasn't there. So I'm, I've publicly made it known. I had just met Candelo, right? There was never no picture of me in his house, of me being in Florida, of me being in Texas. Why? Because I was a Yahweh and my godmother did not believe Yahweh should travel. So every time they would try to put me in a particular, you know, a, a spot or whatever and say it was me, it was Yahweh Joyce, right? Communication. Instead of someone saying, hey, you know, this came by me and I just need some clarity. No. Instead, this was it. So, and every time, blessings to the ancestors. Every time they would post that I was there or I had something to do with it, someone would come in and say no and put a picture up. No, that was this person. She wasn't there. And I'm like, wow, y'all could have just called me. But no. See? So you have some people that just want to blatantly drag you. Right? In conversation, comprehending, trying to find solutions. For them, they don't want that. They just want to put you in an ugly light. And you have some people like that. So we can't talk about the beautiful side if not talk about the ugly side. Because I know people will say, well, if I bear, what happens when you try to communicate with people and you try to, you know, find solutions and they just stuck in, her, in their ways and all they want to do is see the bad part about you? Well, I'm here to tell you, living proof. Those people, let them simmer in their darkness. They're going to get a whole crew because, you know, your enemy's enemy is my friend. So... They're going to get a whole crew, a whole crew of people. And it was, it was a whole slew of them. And now what's so funny, because karma is real. None of them talk to each other. Not a one, not a one. None of them have any conversation with each other. And still, if someone calls them to this day, hey, oh no, you got, you can't trust her. How? Y'all don't even know me personally. I've never came to these people to say, oh my God, you're horrible, you're this, you're that. Not at all. So you can't have a clear communication with someone that already in their mind made up an image or a picture of you. Because why? Somebody got in their ear to poison. And I love it. My sister, a good, good friend of mine, Yvette, the Motown witch, she had made a post. Well, she had shared a post. That, you know, the weakest thing is allowing someone to come and poison your ear about someone that could have been a blessing to you. I'm paraphrasing because, you know, but that's the gist of it. This person might have been a blessing to you. This person might have helped you or maybe they could have, you know, showed you another way of seeing how to make lemonade. But instead, all you want to do is see the ugliness instead of picking up the phone saying, hey, let me, you know, I would like to talk to you and clear up some things. No. They just took it and ran with it. And everybody that they come across, they do the same thing. They will sit there and dog you out. So some communication is really not worth it. It's not. It's not. Some, you, you're not going to find a solution. All you're going to find, the deeper you dig of peeling back our onion, is more hate. And guess what? Once you get to the core of it, that hate ain't stemmed from you. It's stemmed from them. So until they heal themselves, baby, keep going. 
Keep going. Because technically it's not about you. They don't hate you. They hate what they see in you because that light should have been in them. And it might have been. And they allowed someone to quench it. So now they're hating on you. Real fact. So that's it. You know what I'm saying? So just keep going. Keep going. Keep living your life. But when there's something that is maybe confused or maybe chaotic or maybe you like, listen, no, that's not that person. Like, let me call them. That's it. A clear communication without the extra, without the fucking drama, without the feel, making up stories. Well, last year they didn't like my post, so I think she don't like me. What? Somebody really felt that way. Oh, last year you, oh, wait, let me even give you a better story. A good, good friend, my Mika, I love her. And if she listening, she knows I didn't post her for her birthday. I didn't wish her a happy birthday, but I wish everybody else. And she definitely read me for the gods. I still love her. It's going to be my girl. And I said, wow, you know, but how many times, and, and you know, because sometimes we do that reflection thing, like, how dare you come for me? Because how many times have you called me on my birthday? So, and I could have went that route, but I didn't. I said, oh my God, Mika, I apologize. You're right. I'm sorry. And that's it. That's all. But sometimes it can be that. It might be a miscommunication or it might be, wait, hold on. That you, Hey, you forgot about me. Like, and I understand that. Technically, I do on all serious, but it's it's never wrong to hit someone up to get a clear, a clear communication, a clear answer, a understanding, you know, that's it. Instead of making a whole fucking scenario in your head. Yeah, I cuss for all those that entered in. Yeah, I cuss. So today. Let's start normalizing communication, getting a clear understanding of what may have happened. Now, if someone is posting, because, you know, I know what some of y'all give. If someone is posting about, oh my God, you know, today's world of bad relationships, don't mean they're going through a bad relationship. Unless they posted, oh my God, I'm going through a bad relationship, then okay. But usually that person is venting. (laughs) When people are venting, side note, if they ain't saying my name, I let them talk. They can be like, yeah, because motherfuckers, they don't understand. I hate all fucking women that wear colorful wigs. She ain't say my name. So she just, whatever she's going through, that, that's on her. You know, let her vent. Some things she need to get out. Now, if she say, if I bail you and your ugly wigs, now I'm, now I'm going to say something. But other than that, you just venting. So vent. Get that shit off your chest. Don't got nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to take nothing personal because you're just venting. But we get into this, we become a society that it's not even cool to vent no more. If you vent, people are going to find something to take it as offense. And then they're going to run with it and tell 90 people, did you see what she posted? Did you see what he said? Oh, my God. It's, it's defensive. And we need to cancel them or we need to go at them. Did anybody ever pick up a phone and say, hey, I see you venting, right? Yeah. Babes. You you need someone to talk to? Yeah, I do. Very simple. Instead of having these secret fucking groups about somebody because they choose to vent on their page that they created, that they pay for the Wi-Fi, the phone, all of that. You don't pay anything. So how did we become these weak people where whatever I post, 
you're taking it as a negative or now I'm, I'm this fucking evil, wicked mongrel. Just yesterday, I was this cool person that, oh my God, you're so cool because I posted something on my page. If it did not apply to you, let it fly. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. But no, no. We got so many bullies nowadays on social media. But then when you see them in real life, is hey, how you doing? Shut up. Sit down. Don't do that. For real. So, yeah. It, communication, y'all. Let's learn it. Let's respect it. Let's utilize it. Let's put it in our everyday fucking daily activity to communicate with someone instead of being extra, doing the most when you could just call to see, but making sure that person has the time, the patience, the space, the mental space, because they may have their own personal thing going on. You know, if I share something with you, it's because I respect you. And I give you access to certain things and parts of my life. But I learned as a young girl, you have to be careful what you share of your personal, right? Because people talk to people that you're not cool with. I already explained that to y'all. So be careful what you share with people. Because not everybody needs to know your fucking business. So communication. If you know you can't talk to people, go talk to your altar. Talk to your ancestors. Talk to God. Talk to Moses. Talk to Mary. She always listening. She your grandmama. Talk to somebody to just get it out. Or go and find a therapist and talk to them. It's okay for us to have therapists. It is not a bad thing. It does not prove you a weak. It doesn't make you less of a man or a woman. It does not make you Fucking crazy. It helps. It helps. But the the problem is most of us think it's cool to get a therapist and we don't say anything. We talk about the crazy part. I, <laughs> for real. We get a therapist and we want to gossip about the people that's on Facebook. You're not there for that. Therapy is for you. Not worrying about what someone posts and do you think they're talking about you. No, talk. get to the root of the matter of why you think... Everything is about you. What's wrong? What's going on? What are you hiding? What are you deflecting? What are you trying to not get to the core of? Let's deal with that. That's why you go to therapy for you, to deal with your issues. Why do you have to give, you know, energy to such a low vibrational shit? Talk about that. What happened in your childhood? But don't sit here and go to therapy and all you want to do is talk about what you've seen on Instagram or what you've seen on Facebook. Tune out. Unplug. Unplug. The the healthiest thing I've ever done, no lie, is log off of Facebook, social media, and go to sleep. Or do other things. Is to log off. And I learned that, no shade, from Prince Elias. The guy. Eli. Elias. Right? The one that does the morning readings and stuff. I learned that from him. He would get on early in the morning and get off by 4.30. That's it. You're not seeing him until the next day. He has a life. And I'm like, wow. I'm not saying that y'all don't have a life. But social media is not the way. It's beautiful to to network, to put your business out, free advertisement, all of that. No, you don't need to buy followers. 
Be consistent. People love consistency. Be consistent. And then once you finish, go and do something. I love going out. I like going to see things. You know, I I love being on the phone with the little people because I learn so much. I learn about stuff. Tell you a real quick story the other day. We was in Home Depot getting plants and stuff, right? So my son-in-law tells me that my best friend wanted to try Bobo tea. So I said, okay, let's go. He said, no, I'm going to bring her daddy-daughter day. I'm buying my best friend. Best friend want to try it. I'm going to buy one and buy one for me. So my daughter, which I always thought she tried it. She was like, what did it taste like? I said, it was good to me. I said, but it's a quiet taste. You know, my ex-husband had it. He didn't like it. I said, it's a quiet taste. Okay. Well, she got the bobo tea. Best friend don't like it. None of them like it. Not a one. Which is great. Now I can buy it and go in their house and I don't have to worry about none of them asking me for nothing. So that works out for well for me because I don't like sharing. So <clears throat> when she got on the phone, she said, gum gum, I don't like that. That's nasty. They said, we like the tea, but we don't like the the stuff, the tabioca balls. No, that's nasty. That's nasty. Us don't, us don't like that. Us just think that's nasty. I fell out. Because they don't. They don't like it. And, um... Which is okay, but she watched videos of food and different things, so she wanted to try it. She didn't like it. But I, I know a lot of people that don't like it. And it was cool for her to say it. Like, Gum Gum, you like it? Yeah. Us don't like it. Us think that's nasty. Who eats that? I do. So I'm grateful that we had that conversation. Because see, her parents just knew, oh, she's going to try it. She's going to love it. Y'all didn't even try it. And when they tried it, they didn't like it. So part of me believed that if I would have been there, she would have liked it. But because they sat there knowing them, freaking frack, they, oh, this is nasty. So she's going to follow her parents. So, of course, she's going to be like, no, it's nasty. Trust and believe that. that. That's the truth behind that matter. But I diverse. Anyway, let's normalize communicating. Let's normalize reaching out to people first, finding out if they have space and time to talk, to get clarity, to make sure that what you've, you know, heard or if it's fact, instead of going to seven different people to get 90 different versions, go to the source of the matter. It will clear up. It will strengthen. It may give up more of an understanding. And it, it's about networking and it helps. Because it relieves the tension, the stress, all of that. It gets off of you. Goes into the universe and disappears. And what's filled with it? Love. Clarity. Understanding. No more vibrating at a lower level. Everybody's elevated now. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, definitely... I do apologize because the show is on Mondays and Wednesdays. So I do apologize. Um, I may get on this evening. I will see or I'll just wait until the following week and start it all over. But if you have any ideas or any topics you would like to discuss, feel free. Um, If you like to be a guest on Conversations with E5 Bayo or Get Mug Monday, you want to talk about your product or your company, Hey, feel free to hit me up. We'll talk, and I don't have a problem with putting you on. So, 
let's talk still in the process of by September. We should be going back to Sunday's best because it's summer. People need to enjoy their summer. And, you know, with all the crazy stuff going on, you know, and prayers definitely out to Cuba, to Haiti, to Africa. Definitely prayer strength. If you can donate things, that's great. But definitely make them a part of your prayer um, because people are fighting and, you know, there's always rumors about things and they're rumoring that they want to send the army over and all of that. And these are children, lives, people, you know. So it's a lot going on out in the world that is that needs our attention and our energy than the crazy, petty things that are taking place. We, we don't need to give energy. We need to give our energy to Cuba, to Haiti, to Africa, to a lot of places. And I always tell people, I don't watch Channel 5 News or Channel to any American channels because they don't give you the true story. You know, they don't. They they make it for their benefit. So um, definitely, definitely uh, link up with people, share Put people in your prayers, you know, and as well, we have people that's here in the United States that are going through Miami as well because they have loved ones and stuff over there. Uh, definitely. Um, my son's godfather and all of them, you know, their families over there, my son's godmother and stuff. So definitely prayers, lighting candles, giving words of encouragement, you know, letting people know, hey, um, we, you know, we're praying for you or we lighting candles on your behalf, you know, protecting all of that. Whatever you feel you need to do to add, um, you know, would be greatly appreciated on everything. Um, also, still working on the meet and greet. It's going to be rainy all weekend in New York as well as up here. So everybody's gripping and making sure we all cool because we saw the flooding before. Um so I, I won't be down there this weekend. So hopefully the following weekend I'll be down in New York and, you know, I'll be going to different establishments to see if they want to set up for a meet and greet. But I know things are still kind of sketchy because of this COVID and the new strains is coming out and things like that. So, yeah, we always have to practice social distancing and, you know, mask and all of that and you know, people are vaccinated. Some people choose not to. Either which way is good. I, you know, I I don't um, disagree with either side. So respectfully, but we still have to, you know, be mindful as well as checking in on your seniors. Please do checking in on the elders, checking in on the children, things like that. So and you know, stocking up because this summer yeah it's hot because we getting all this rain. So you know, once after the rain we're out the heat comes and the heat wave is coming. So definitely stock up with things. And then, you know, September is right around the corner. We're not sure how all of this is going to play out. So it's nice to have a nice little stockpile of emergencies just in case. Okay. As always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. Thank you. And I want to give you a beautiful spell. <laughs> a beautiful spell, right? No conjure work. Um, going in my, my repertoire of clear communication, clear communication 
It's called the Loom, right? Clear. It's like you can order it on Amazon too. A L, excuse me, A L U M. It's called the Loom. Clear communication. Get a glass of water. Put a piece of a loom in it, so your spirits can see clear and you can see clear. A loom, a l u m, a loom. Glass of water. Put it on top of the refrigerator. You're gonna leave it up there for seven days. Clear communication. Glass of water and put a piece of a loom in it, so you can see things clearly. You can hear things clearly. There will be no miscommunication. Alone. So use that and let me know how it worked for you. Because I always use it. Even back then, I still use it now. Alum. A-L-U-M. You can get a nice piece on Amazon. You can go to your local botanica. They will have it. It's little rocks. It looks like a little... Sometimes they look like clear glass. But it's alum. And you take it. You can you know break it up. And you put it in a glass of water. You put it up high. And you will see things clearly as well as hear things clearly. Okay? I use it. So please don't get on here or be like, oh, I've never heard that. You you just met me? Hi. How you doing? I'm Ifa Bayo. Thank you. But for clear communication or clear understanding or to have a clear sight alone with a glass of water. That's all you need. Leave it for seven days, and you can keep it consistently. I keep mine consistently. I throw it out, clean the glass, put another fresh glass of water, cool, and I just drop a piece of loom in it so I can always see things clearly, and I can understand things clearly. I don't like chaos and confusion. But anyway, thank you. I hope this helps. Grab your chairs, fold them up, fold your blankets up, Thank you. And the song that y'all was listening to was um, Gwen Guthrie. Uh, they long to be close to you. Close to you. So, old song. Love it. Love it. And I may, may you uplift, inspire, encourage, learn something different from someone that you meet. Be it child or adult. Because I always learn the best lessons from kids but thank you for tuning in the back porch conjurer and i'll see y'all and talk to y'all on monday
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the back porch. Conjure. <clears throat> Worker. Me. Ifi Bayo. First off, I need you to grab a chair. Grab a blanket. Cop a squat. Grab you some morning tea. Coffee. A drink. It's three o'clock somewhere. Grab your blanket, you know. Hey, here it's foggy. Up here in the mountains, it's foggy. You can't, you can't even see down the street. First off, I want to say good morning, and I do apologize for not being able to give you your daily dose yesterday. But I was all over the place, and I had to run all these errands. And as well as talk to people. And if I don't do the podcast in the morning, it kind of takes away the magic. So, you know, shout out. I do apologize, but you got it this morning as promised and delivered. This morning. See, I learned a valuable lesson yesterday. And I want to share it with you today. See, everything happens in divine plan. Everything. Everything happens in divine plan. But the message I want to share with you is called communication. Communication. It's very simple to pick up a phone and say, hey, what's up? Without being scared or think you're being messy or acting like you're gossiping. No, I need clarity on something. Something came across my ear and I don't want to do mess But I need clarification. I need to go to the source. I don't need to go through seven people and get seven different versions. No, I need to go to the person. That's what we need to start normalizing. Make that into a trend. Communicating with one another. Hey, sis, or hey, bruh, you got space today? I need to have a conversation with you. Either we FaceTime or call, right? It all depends on where you at and what do you have time for. No, no, no. Hit me up tonight at 7. Okay, good. I got you. I got you. Or, hey, I'm, I'm free now. What's up? Let me call you. Okay. Communicating. It relieves. It releases. It confirms. It solidifies. It does so much. That it's amazing. But what we do most of the time, we shut down. Oh, no, I'm not going to call. No, I don't want to get involved. No, that's mess. So now you're running around to seven different people instead of calling the source. And now you got seven different versions. And usually, usually, nine times out of ten, we go with the negative source. Oh, well, the reason why they said that, you know, last month they said they didn't like you. I knew it. She's jealous of me. Or he he wanted my money. I knew it. Because when I went, they were looking at me funny. Maybe they were looking at you funny because you didn't speak. And they might agree to you. How about that? How do we just automatically start canceling and automatically go to the negative? Hey, how you doing? Communication. Well, hey, I said something about you. And... You might have took it the wrong way because the person that came to tell you already was in their bag. Oh, okay. Yo, you know, thank you. Thank you for clearing that up because I thought we were cool. No, we are. See, that's how that will end a lot of stuff. But we don't want that. 
So I learned this lesson because early in the morning, I get a phone call. See, it's not mess. Don't be a part of my story or my journey. Then don't contact me. So I get a call and the caller was just, just going in. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Stop. Stop. But see, I didn't even have to take action because they called everybody else. So everybody else took action. I didn't need to. I didn't. But it was so crazy because the communication part. And, you know, they, somebody had posted a post and said, be careful or, or see why people hit you up. If you ain't speak to me in months, keep that same energy. If you didn't speak to me in months, months, I can't do you a favor. For what? And it's not no... Oh, I didn't speak to you because, you know, you only hit me up when you need something. That's it. You don't hit me up to say, hey, what's up? I'm just passing through. Thought about you. I love you. Now, I did that. And it wasn't reciprocated. So guess what I did? I stopped all together. No, it's cool. And I remember, right? Side note. People hit me up. Liz, a whole bunch, you know, and I appreciate it. They hit me up. Hey, hey. So one day I shocked her and I hit her up, which was really funny. And I said, I love you. And she was like, oh, you know, that is not the energy I'm I'm portraying. These people hit you up and, hey, do you know of this person? Or, hey, can you get me into this? Or, hey, can you can you introduce me to this? That's it. All they want is something. They don't call and say, hey, you know, I saw your video. I, I heard your podcast. Thank you. They don't do that. It's always something that they need. No, there's, there, there's no more unbalance, right? But you have that. You have that. But this is not it. What I'm talking about is making communication a normal thing. Stop being fearful of people and thinking that um, that that if you say something wrong or if you ask a question, that they're going to hate you or post you on social media. And if they do, then that's good. The universe is showing you you don't need to fuck with small-minded people or low-vibrating people. You don't need that. So maybe that's not the time or maybe it's not what you need in your life right now. But it is okay to um, to say, hey, Ifa Bayo, something came across my ear. And I know it's not your character. or I never thought that that was you. So do you have space? I, I need to have a conversation. Great. I do got space. Call me. Here's my number. Oh, well, sis, you know, I'm not trying to be messy. Listen, you called me. What's up? Oh, no, sis, you know, such and such said, and I didn't think that was you. And I thought we had a good relationship. No, we do. And that person is in their bag. So thank you. Thank you for informing me. But we can do a three-way if you want to, because I'm not sure why would they say that, to get clarity, to communicate. Oh, hold on. Okay. Put all three on phone. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. Um, I'm confused about something, because you said something. Oh, that's what I thought you said. No, I didn't say that. 
Oh, what I said was A, B, and C. Oh, oh, my bad. You know, you know what? I was going through some things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love y'all all. And let's go and have a great day. Let's uplift and inspire someone else. And that's it. That's all. So now we can move on. And something that might have been um, miscommunicated or took out of context or maybe got delivered wrong. Because sometimes I, my delivery can be wrong. I might be trying to get something across and I may use the wrong word. Perfect example. Yesterday, my granddaughter, best friend, tells her mother. In other words, like, you came for me. Like, you came and you canceled me. But what she was trying to say was you was annoying me because she was in the tub and her mother came in and she interrupted her. And she's like, well, to be honest, now this is my daughter telling a five-year-old, well, to be honest, every time I'm in the bathroom, you always come in there. She was like, my, it's mad annoying. Oh my God, I can't even take a bath, all of them in there. I bust out laughing. I did. I bust out laughing. First of all, a five-year-old is telling her, you came for me. Like you came for me. I was in the tub and I had water in my eyes and I called you. Um, but she was trying to sit there all day. I didn't need you for that. But she used the wrong word. She was trying to say you interrupted my bath. Okay, I understand that. Lessons that you learn from a five-year-old. Because I learn a lot from a five and a four and a three-year-old. Trust me on that. So my daughter sits and she tells me. Now she's going in, right? Because the five-year-old has canceled her. Like, you came for me. You're, you're getting on my nerves. I'm leaving. I'm going to put on my clothes. And don't talk to my gum gum, right? So, <laughs> so my daughter is sitting here and she's trying to explain to me how these children are in the bathroom every time she's in the tub. She can't relax. Like they're right there and it's just aggravating. And I'm looking at her like, do you know who you're talking to? Like, I'm happy we having this conversation. I'm happy that you feel so comfortable in sharing this with me. God bless you. But I'm also happy to be alive to hear this. What, ma? I have four of y'all. Every time I went into the bathroom, I'll see a hand, a foot. Ma, what you doing? Ma, what are you doing in there? We coming. Then Dee Dee had this beautiful way of, I want to get in the bath with you. So she'll take off all her clothes and jump in the water. And I'm like, well, fuck it. All of y'all are here. I might as well bathe you all. Kill one bird, one stone bow. But my bath time, I couldn't have it. Even when I thought they were asleep. I sneak in there, run a hot bath, right? First of all, I had to clean the bathroom. Remember, it was a whole bunch of us living in the house. So I had to clean the bathroom, bow, 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 get everything ready. And right when I think they're asleep, I jump in. I can't even be in there for five minutes. It's like they smell me. Ma, what you doing? Mommy, mommy, Donna, what you doing? Shh, lay down. No, now they waking up all the rest. Now all four. Set of eight eyes is standing there in front of the tub looking at me. What you doing? Getting bubbles. Oh, she got bubbles. No, here, make a mustache. Look. So I would sit there and be like, God damn. I'm never going to enjoy a bath. All of my years, I have to say, I've never enjoyed a bath. And I want to tell her that. Even when I tried to, when my kids moved out, I had grandkids. 
So I never enjoyed a bath. When I lived in Atlanta, I had my grandson, Dakari. Every time I tried to get in there, bow. Then I had Didi and Shaba. They were big. They're still, Ma, what you doing? Shaba would close the toilet while she's big. So, Ma, what you doing? Oh, my God. Guess what happened today? And I'll be sitting there like, you serious? So I've never enjoyed just a hot tub. A hot tub, a hot bath, never enjoyed it. Never in all my years. I don't even want to enjoy it now because I'm scared somebody will call me on the phone or somebody will knock on my door. So I've never, never in all of my life ever enjoyed a hot bath. So she, my daughter, choose to communicate with me to tell me that she can't enjoy a hot bath. The only time she can do it is when I babysit her kids. Ma, I've never, and the oldest is 37 and the youngest is 32. And now I got nine grandkids. I've ne- I don't even know what that luxury is. Get off my phone. Stop wasting my free minutes. But it was a beautiful conversation, right? So lessons, like I said, that you learn from communicating. Sometimes our delivery might not be conveyed. Like we're trying to say, because sometimes we get emotional. If it's something I know for me, I can't speak for everyone else. When something that is so, you know, so dear to my heart, I get excited. I get emotional. Like I, somebody has to say, yo, calm down, calm down. Oh my God. Calm. Cause I don't, I don't know how, you know, cause I, it's, I'm so passionate about certain things, not all things, certain things. When it comes to religion, I get passionate. Oh my God. Cause I think it's so beautiful. When it comes to children, I get so passionate because I think that now we have a new set of eyes on this planet. You know, when it comes to someone, you know, elevating themselves, I get so, just so passionate. If it's something about material or clothes or a good bag or some shoes, sneakers really, because I'm not, I don't have a shoe fetish. I love sneakers, right? So, but it has to have a certain look. Let me just make sure I put that out because I'm not a Jordan fan. So it has to have a certain look. Something, something different has to be about the sneakers. So anyway, I get really passionate about it. But if it's something that doesn't, you know, straighten to the point. Okay, yes. You know, but it's a communication. And sometimes we get emotional. We become overwhelmed. And the words that we want to say may come out wrong. Our delivery may come out wrong. I'm not excusing bad behavior. Please know that. If we are sitting here having a conversation and I'm trying to express myself and all you can yell is bitch, bitch, bitch. Now I'm going to get defensive because you're defensive and no one's going to get anywhere. See? But if we both have cool heads. So that's why you always ask people, hey, do you have time? Do you have space? I would love to talk to you. Because if they're in a bad space, don't press the issue. If they go, no, you know, I'm not really feeling like talking today. Respect that. Respect. They have communicated to let you know, I'm not in the mood today. I I really can't. Oh, my God, you got to talk to me. See, when you do all that, now you, 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 it's not even triggering. You're getting on my fucking nerves. Let's be honest. And now I I don't even want to hold space for you, whatever you saying. I done canceled it out. That's it. I'm good. Go about your way. See? So if someone comes to you and you go, hey, we really need to talk. And they respectfully say, not today. I'm not feeling it. Respect that. 
give them a few days. That don't mean give them an hour. That don't mean give them 10 minutes. Oh, I'm going to call this bitch back. Oh, my God. No. Give them a few days. If you call them on Monday, call them again on Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday. And if they still say, no, I need some time, don't fuck with them for a whole month. Leave them alone. Let them, whatever they may go in with, because it, it may have nothing to do with you. Beautiful story. <clears throat> a sister was going through some things with her husband, her personal business, and somebody wanted to clear something up. She said, I need some time. The person took it as, oh, this bitch don't want to talk to me. Yeah, she's running. When I see her, it's on. I have nothing to do with her. We do have family. Whether you're spiritual or not, you still have other responsibilities. Your job, maybe school, your your mate, your kids, maybe your mother, your cousin. Whatever it is, that's your personal business. But at least you had the respect enough to say, hey, I need some time to deal with your stuff. I'm over here dealing with this. I don't need to tell you my business. All I need to do is say, hey, I don't have time right now. I'm going through something. I don't give a fuck if they're posting. See, people get it twisted. Oh, they must got time. I saw them posting. That could be the therapy to save them through whatever it is they're going. I know people that lost their children. And, you know, I've watched where people go, well, she can't be mourning or he can't be mourning. He always on, on social media. That could be their therapy. Just posting things to uplift them, to get their mind off. Watching other people's stories, finding something. Listen, I know a brother was going through it. Going through it. He was posting about cats and family. And, they, oh, well, he can't be going through so much. That's his therapy. That's what got him over the hurdle or the pain that he was going through. Who are we to sit and judge? Because people will. I, I hate those people that sit high and look low. You get on my nerves with that. But anyway, <clears throat> communication. Communication can really separate the grown-ups from the children. <laughs> I'm serious. And from learning that, it made it better. But it has to, we have to normalize it and remove the fear. Oh, you think they're going to talk to me? Oh, you think that they'll answer me? Only one way to find out. Pick up the phone or go visit them. That's it. Not unannounced, but, you know, go see them. It's very simple. Instead of doing all the extra and building some scenario in your head, so simple to pick up a phone. Just pick up a phone. Hey. Text. Hey, when you get a chance, call me. Here's my number. That's it. Now, most people may say, because, you know, some people don't want to deal. If they know, no shade. If they know you're a messy person or they just have some version of you that may not even be true or may be true. They may say, what is this concerning? Because I don't have time. Oh, well, you know, I would like to clear something up with you. Very simple. You don't need to send a 90 fucking page text. Ain't nobody reading that. Let me start off with that. First and foremost, even the nosiest of persons will tell you, girl, once you go past six sentences, I'm not reading that shit. Like, it, it serves no purpose. Like, no. Let's get to the gist of it. What is it? Well, I would like to clear something up with you. Oh, okay. Give me a call. Because now curiosity don't want. They may have heard something totally different. 
Or they reply, man, I've been meaning to call you as well. Uh, give me an hour or call me right now or call me this evening or call me this weekend. Or we can meet up. Because some people like face-to-face. Or we can meet up. That's simple. Simple as fuck. Instead, what some of us do, we build a whole scenario in our head. Oh, well, you know what? If she say this, because I remember back in the day when her man looked at me, she felt some kind of way. Where the fuck are you getting all of this at? Who? What? Child. No. What? We doing extra. Oh, I can't do extra. I got a grandson. I call him extra. And he does the most. Extra. And ain't nobody out extraing him. Trust me on that. He does the most. If you tell him to sit down, he's going to give you 90 reasons why he can't sit down. From I'm allergic to chairs. <laughs> he can't see a chair. His leg hurt. If he sit down, it's going to hurt more. Like he goes over and beyond. And he's four. And I call him extra. So, mm-mm. But he'll fight. He'll fight. He'll fight his daddy if he got to. He don't care. Because he's extra. You know? But, and y'all not extra to him. So, why make up a scenario? Lessons that you learn from a five-year-old. Gum gum, my mother said that you're not coming to our house. I'm calling you to ask why. She don't care. Whatever was sent to her or said around her, she's calling to get a clarity. Hey, (laughs) gum gum. My mother said, you're not coming to my house. I want to know why. No, no, no. I'm coming. I'm on my way. I'm putting my shoes on. See, mommy? You don't know what you're talking about. Gum Gum is on her way. I didn't say nothing about your stinky Gum Gum. Yes, you did. Because when you was on the phone, you told this to Auntie Frankie. And I had to make sure. And I go, lessons you learn from a five-year-old. Her sister said something that she didn't like. Gum gum, you know what Leah said? What? Her said this. And that's not nice. I told her that. Oh, okay. All right. Here's Leah. I didn't say it like that. Oh, well, what you say? And then she's going to correct you. Lessons you learn from children. I love taking pages out their book. Literally. Because... They take what you say, not at face value, as realness. I remember sitting in my daughter's house. This was maybe about two years ago. And I said, oh my God, it's raining cats and dogs. They literally went and walked to the window and they looking. And I'm like, what the fuck your kids are doing? She said, ma, they looking for the cats and dogs coming out the sky. What? She said, because you said it's raining cats and dogs. I said, I can't with your kids. Then we were sitting there talking, and there's a saying that, you know, older people say, you know, when you're young and you trying to get into grown folks' conversations, you say, listen, the day you get a pot of pissing and a window to throw it out, then you can have something to say. My granddaughter said, what? We do not piss in pots. Why are we pit Like, she, t- <laughs> we was... I fell out. I said, wow. Lessons from a five-year-old. I'm dead serious. Lessons that I've learned from a five-year-old. She went in. She thought that was so horrible. 
gum gum. We do not piss in pots in here. Why would you piss in a pot? We piss in the toilet. She went in. So we had to have a talk because I had to communicate with her and explain what I meant. Because girlfriend was like, I'm not eating at your house if you over there pissing in pots. I can't. And she had to tell at least like seven of them people, whoever my daughter called, she had to convey that of her gum gum pissing in pots and throwing it out of windows. And I said, no, we say that when people think they're grown and they get into conversations. So we tell them when they get their own place, then they can talk. So why y'all just don't say that? I said, I don't know. Blame the older Southern people. Where they at? Let's call them. They dead. Oh, well, then you can go in front of your altar and tell Because <laughs> trust and believe. She's five, but she believes that when you have a problem, you go in front of your altar because that's the telephone line to get to the other side. So if she needs to talk to folks, she go stand in front of the altar because she knows that, or the bovida, but she don't know how to say that. So me and her, you know, we get it, we, we get our words, but I understand what she's saying. Excuse me. So when you go in front of your altar, that's one side of the telephone because whoever you need to talk to, they're going to pick up the other side and you can have a complete conversation. Now, to her, she hasn't grasped that part of, you know, it's a one-sided conversation. You tell them what you want and you wait for the results because they they not going to really talk to you, you know, but you stand there and you tell them what you want. So girlfriend, you know, she she got that concept. And I'm like, thank you. At least you got that. But yeah. So communicating. Communicating on every level. And removing the fear. The fear and making up stories in your head to think that this person has a grudge against you or they may not like you. Just all the negative. I'm like, do anybody ever just come out with, well, maybe if I call her, I sh you know, or him, they're going to be like, oh my God, thank you for calling me. Thank you. But instead, we don't believe that. You can tell 90 people. No, because somebody once said on her page or in his... Uh, stop trying to do, break people down from there or, or think you know them from their posts that they... You do know we share shit. We get it from someone else. Once in a blue, we have original thought. But everything is from somebody else's page that we might be following, you ain't following. And it don't have nothing to do with me. For real. I post though because I talk to people. I get ideas. I get lessons from a five-year-old. Then I get lessons from the little people. And uh, maybe just my day-to-day. -day. You know, if I go to a store or yesterday while I was in the doctor's, I went early. And I told the young lady, I said, I'm here so early. I know my appointment is later on. And forgive me for being super early. It's not like, you know, cause I can wait. I don't, I, you know, I freed up my calendar. She said, thank you for coming in early. Do you know some doctors up here, when all their patients come in early, they can close early. Yesterday was Wednesday. They can close early. So half of the patients came super early and it was a blessing for them. So now they can go and do other things or catch up on their work that might have been slipping. So it was a blessing for all. I got in, got out. If my appointment was at 10 o'clock, I was there at 8.30. I 
I was like, please forgive me. I know it's later communicating. I didn't go in there and say, hey, I messed up or I make up a lie or anything like that. Because the majority of people do. I said, I know my appointment is later and I know I got the time wrong, but I'm here. But if I have to sit here and wait, I'm good with that. She said, you're the first one. Come, come in. And right when I walked in, everybody was there early than what they were supposed to. And it was a blessing for everyone. Communicating. Look at God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? You know? So, I need for us, everyone that's listening, be it early in the morning or late at night or maybe in the afternoon, communicate. But see if that person has time. If they don't have time and don't go by what they're posting on social media. Especially when people go, I got time today. Oh, well, she posted she got time today, but she don't want to talk. She may have time for something else. She don't have time for what you might have to tell her. Some people's brain is not wired for overload. Because I know if I'm posting or if I have doing a podcast, I'm doing a YouTube, you may have heard something or misconstrued, and it may not be important at this moment. It might be for you, but at this moment, I may not have the mental capacity to deal with. So give me my space respectfully and I'll hit you back. Hey, do you have time today? Yes. Cause cooler heads prevail. If you hot in the head and I'm hot in the head, how are we going to clear up anything? All we're going to do is, is make it more problematic. Add people in. Everybody's coming with a, a low vibration. No one's wanting solutions. And it just becomes a mess, you know, but people don't do that nowadays. People want to, they build up these stories and then they want to add people in on their mess, right? Perfect example. A few years ago, uh, before all of this came out about uh, Kendello and them, I had posted, like I said, sometimes, you know, Stuff get misconstrued or I might have worded something wrong. I posted about one of his goddaughters. I said, wow, stacks. When I grow up, I want to be like stacks. It was an inside joke for all of those, but I made it public. So the Yawu was um, being born. And stacks came in, you know, and she put a knot of ones in the Yahoo's basket. I said, I want to be like you when I grow up because either she was driving a Rose or a Bentley, whatever she was, she was driving something outside. And I I forget the name of the car, so please, because this was this was a while ago. So we were we were, you know, laughing and joking. We was posting and everything. And these group of people decided to attack me for a post. First of all, they went on their page and just was going in. Then they took it to a whole new different level, right? No, for real. And I showed up because you could have called me. You could have called me. You could have said, hey, A, B, and C. And I will say one of the sisters did call me and we had a great conversation. I took it as that, right? But okay. But yet and still, it was just going on. So this woman that she's crowned would just... Like, she had it out to just, instead of just talking, she didn't do that. She didn't do that part. She would just 
you know, blatantly write things. Never tagged us. So I would go over there. And then after a while, I was like, why? Why am I worrying about something that really don't have anything to do with me? I wasn't there. So I'm, I've publicly made it known. I had just met Candelo, right? There was never no picture of me in his house, of me being in Florida, of me being in Texas. Why? Because I was a Yawul and my godmother did not believe Yawuls should travel. So every time they would try to put me in a particular, you know, a, a spot or whatever and say it was me, it was Yayi Joyce. Right? Communication. Instead of someone saying, hey, you know, this can't buy me and I just need some clarity. No. Instead, this was it. So, and every time, blessings to the ancestors. Every time they would post that I was there or I had something to do with it, someone would come in and say no and put a picture up. No, that was this person. She wasn't there. And I'm like, wow, y'all could have just called me. But no. See? So you have some people that just want to blatantly drag you. Right? In conversation, comprehending, trying to find solutions. For them, they don't want that. They just want to put you in an ugly light. And you have some people like that. So we can't talk about the beautiful side if not talk about the ugly side. Because I know people will say, well, if I bail, what happens when you try to communicate with people and you try to, you know, find solutions and they just stuck in, her, in their ways and all they want to do is see the bad part about you. Well, I'm here to tell you, living proof. Those people, let them simmer in their darkness. They're going to get a whole crew because, you know, your enemy's enemy is my friend. So... They're going to get a whole crew, a whole crew of people. And it was, it was a whole slew of them. And now what's so funny, because karma is real. None of them talk to each other. Not a one, not a one. None of them have any conversation with each other. And still, if someone calls them to this day, hey, oh no, you got, you can't trust her. How? Y'all don't even know me personally. I've never came to these people to say, oh my God, you're horrible, you're this, you're that. Not at all. So you can't have a clear communication with someone that already in their mind made up an image or a picture of you. Because why? Somebody got in their ear to poison. And I love it. My sister, a good, good friend of mine, Yvette, the Motown witch, she had made a post. Well, she had shared a post. That, you know, the weakest thing is allowing someone to come and poison your ear about someone that could have been a blessing to you. I'm paraphrasing because, you know, but that's the gist of it. This person might have been a blessing to you. This person might have helped you or maybe they could have, you know, showed you another way of seeing how to make lemonade. But instead, all you want to do is see the ugliness instead of picking up the phone and saying, hey, let me, you know, I would like to talk to you and clear up some things. No. They just took it and ran with it. And everybody that they come across, they do the same thing. They will sit there and dog you out. So some communication is really not worth it. It's not. It's not. Some, you, you're not going to find a solution. All you're going to find, the deeper you dig of peeling back our onion, is more hate. And guess what? Once you get to the core of it, that hate ain't stem from you. It's stem from them. So until they heal themselves, baby, keep going. 
Keep going. Because technically it's not about you. They don't hate you. They hate what they see in you because that light should have been in them. And it might have been. And they allowed someone to quench it. So now they're hating on you. Real fact. So that's it. You know what I'm saying? So just keep going. Keep going. Keep living your life. But when there's something that is maybe confused or maybe chaotic or maybe you like, listen, no, that's not that person. Like, let me call them. That's it. A clear communication without the extra, without the fucking drama, without the feel, making up stories. Well, last year, they didn't like my post, so I think she don't like me. What? Somebody really felt that way. Oh, last year you, oh, wait, let me even give you a better story. A good, good friend, my Mika, I love her. And if she listening, she knows I didn't post her for her birthday. I didn't wish her a happy birthday, but I wish everybody else. And she definitely read me for the gods. I still love her. It's going to be my girl. And I said, wow, you know, but how many times, and, and you know, because sometimes we do that reflection thing, like, how dare you come for me? Because how many times have you called me on my birthday? So, and I could have went that route, but I didn't. I said, oh my God, Mika, I apologize. You're right. I'm sorry. And that's it. That's all. But sometimes it can be that. It might be a miscommunication or it might be, wait, hold on. That you, Hey, you forgot about me. Like, and I understand that. Technically, I do on all serious, but it's it's never wrong to hit someone up to get a clear, a clear communication, a clear answer, an understanding, you know, that's it. Instead of making a whole fucking scenario in your head. Yeah, I cuss for all those that entered in. Yeah, I cuss. So today. Let's start normalizing communication, getting a clear understanding of what may have happened. Now, if someone is posting, because, you know, I know what some of y'all give. If someone is posting about, oh my God, you know, today's world of bad relationships, don't mean they're going through a bad relationship. Unless they posted, oh my God, I'm going through a bad relationship, then okay. But usually that person is venting. (laughs) When people are venting, side note, if they ain't saying my name, I let them talk. They can be like, yeah, because motherfuckers, they don't understand. I hate all fucking women that wear colorful wigs. She ain't say my name. So she just, whatever she's going through, that, that's on her. You know, let her vent. Some things she needs to get out. Now, if she say, if I bail you and your ugly wigs, now I'm, now I'm going to say something. But other than that, you just venting. So vent. Get that shit off your chest. Don't got nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to take nothing personal because you're just venting. But we get into this, we become a society that it's not even cool to vent no more. If you vent, people are going to find something to take it as offense. And then they're going to run with it and tell 90 people, did you see what she posted? Did you see what he said? Oh, my God. It's, it's defensive. And we need to cancel them or we need to go at them. Did anybody ever pick up a phone and say, hey, I see you venting, right? Yeah. Babes. You, you need someone to talk to? Yeah, I do. Very simple. Instead of having these secret fucking groups about somebody because they choose to vent on their page that they created, that they pay for the Wi-Fi, the phone, all of that. You don't pay anything. So how do we become these weak people where whatever I post, 
you're taking it as a negative or now I'm, I'm this fucking evil, wicked mongrel. Just yesterday, I was this cool person that, oh my God, you're so cool because I posted something on my page. If it did not apply to you, let it fly. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. But no, no. We got so many bullies nowadays on social media. But then when you see them in real life, is hey, how you doing? Shut up. Sit down. Don't do that. For real. So, yeah. It, communication, y'all. Let's learn it. Let's respect it. Let's utilize it. Let's put it in our everyday fucking daily activity to communicate with someone instead of being extra, doing the most when you could just call to see, but making sure that person has the time, the patience, the space, the mental space, because they may have their own personal thing going on. You know, if I share something with you, it's because I respect you. And I give you access to certain things and parts of my life. But I learned as a young girl, you have to be careful what you share of your personal, right? Because people talk to people that you're not cool with. I already explained that to y'all. So be careful what you share with people. Because not everybody needs to know your fucking business. So communication. If you know you can't talk to people, go talk to your altar. Talk to your ancestors. Talk to God. Talk to Moses. Talk to Mary. She always listening. She your grandmama. Talk to somebody to just get it out. Or go and find a therapist and talk to them. It's okay for us to have therapists. It is not a bad thing. It does not prove you a weak. It doesn't make you less of a man or a woman. It does not make you fucking crazy. It helps. It helps. But the the problem is most of us think it's cool to get a therapist and we don't say anything. We talk about the crazy part. (laughs) For real. We get a therapist and we want to gossip about the people that's on Facebook. You're not there for that. Therapy is for you. Not worrying about what someone posts and do you think they're talking about you. No, talk. get to the root of the matter of why you think everything is about you. What's wrong? What's going on? What are you hiding? What are you deflecting? What are you trying to not get to the core of? Let's deal with that. That's why you go to therapy for you, to deal with your issues. Why do you have to give, you know, energy to such a low vibrational shit? Talk about that. What happened in your childhood? But don't sit here and go to therapy and all you want to do is talk about what you've seen on Instagram or what you've seen on Facebook. Tune out. Unplug. Unplug. The the healthiest thing I've ever done, no lie, is log off of Facebook, social media, and go to sleep. Or do other things. Is to log off. And I learned that, no shade, from Prince Elias, the guy. Eli, Eli, Elias, right? The one that does the morning readings and stuff. I learned that from him. He would get on early in the morning and get off by 4.30. That's it. You're not seeing him until the next day. He has a life. And I'm like, wow. I'm not saying that y'all don't have a life. But social media is not the way. It's beautiful to to network, to put your business out, free advertisement, all of that. No, you don't need to buy followers. 
Be consistent. People love consistency. Be consistent. And then once you finish, go and do something. I love going out. I like going to see things. You know, I, I love being on the phone with the little people because I learn so much. I learn about stuff. I'll tell you a real quick story the other day. We was in Home Depot getting plants and stuff, right? So my son-in-law tells me that my best friend wanted to try Bobo tea. So I said, okay, let's go. He said, no, I'm going to bring her daddy-daughter day. I'm buying my best friend. Best friend want to try it, I'm going to buy one. And buy one for me. So my daughter, which I always thought she tried it, she was like, what it taste like? I said, oh, it's good to me. I said, but it's a quiet taste. You know, my ex-husband had it. He didn't like it. I said, it's a quiet taste. Okay. Well, she got the bobo tea. Best friend don't like it. None of them like it. Not a one. Which is great. Now I can buy it and go in their house and I don't have to worry about none of them asking me for nothing. So that works out for well for me because I don't like sharing. So <clears throat> when she got on the phone, she said, gum gum, I don't like that. That's nasty. They said, we like the tea, but we don't like the the stuff, the tapioca balls. No, that's nasty. That's nasty. Us don't, us don't like that. Us just think that's nasty. I fell out. Because they don't. They don't like it. And, um... Which is okay, but she watched videos of food and different things, so she wanted to try it. She didn't like it. But I, I know a lot of people that don't like it, and it was cool for her to say it. Like, Gum Gum, you like it? Yeah. Us don't like it. Us think that's nasty. Who eats that? I do. So I'm grateful that we had that conversation because, see, her parents just knew, oh, she's going to try it. She's going to love it. Y'all didn't even try it. And when they tried it, they didn't like it. So part of me believe that if I would have been there, she would have liked it. But because they sat there knowing them, freaking frack, they, oh, this is nasty. So she's going to follow her parents. So of course she's going to be like, no, it's nasty. Trust and believe that. that. That's the truth behind that matter. But I diverse. Anyway, let's normalize communicating. Let's normalize reaching out to people first, finding out if they have space and time to talk, to get clarity, to make sure that what you, you know, heard or if it's fact, instead of going to seven different people to get 90 different versions, go to the source of the matter. It will clear up. It will strengthen. It may give up more of an understanding. And it, it's about networking and it helps. Because it relieves the tension, the stress, all of that. It gets off of you. Goes into the universe and disappears. And what's filled with it? Love. Clarity. Understanding. No more vibrating at a lower level. Everybody's elevated now. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, definitely... I do apologize because the show is on Mondays and Wednesdays. So I do apologize. Um, I may get on this evening. I will see or I'll just wait until the following week and start it all over. But if you have any ideas or any topics you would like to discuss, feel free. Um, if you like to be a guest on Conversations with E5 Bayo or Get Mug Monday, you want to talk about your product or your company, Hey, feel free to hit me up. We'll talk, and I don't have a problem with putting you on. So, 
Let's talk. Still in the process of my September. We should be going back to Sunday's best because it's summer. People need to enjoy their summer. And, you know, with all the crazy stuff going on, you know, and prayers definitely out to Cuba, to Haiti, to Africa. Definitely prayer strength. If you can donate things, that's great. But definitely make them a part of your prayer um, because people are fighting and you know, there's always rumors about things and, and rumoring that they want to send the army over, all of that. And these are children, lives, people, you know. So it's a lot going on out in the world that is that needs our attention and our energy than the crazy, petty things that are taking place. We We don't need to give energy. We need to give our energy to Cuba, to Haiti, to Africa, to a lot of places. And I always tell people, I don't watch Channel 5 News or Channel to any American channels because they don't give you the true story. You know, they don't. They they make it for their benefit. So um, definitely, definitely uh, link up with people, share, put people in your prayers, you know. And as well, we have people that's here in the United States that are going through Miami, as well, because they have loved ones and stuff over there. Uh, definitely, um, my son's godfather and all of them, you know, their families over there, my son's godmother and stuff. So definitely prayers, lighting candles, giving words of encouragement, you know, letting people know, hey, um, we, you know, we're praying for you or we lighting candles on your behalf, you know, protecting all of that, whatever you feel you need to do to add, um, you know, would be greatly appreciated on everything. Um, also, still working on the meet and greet. It's going to be rainy all weekend in New York as well as up here. So everybody's gripping and making sure we all cool because we saw the flooding before. Um, so I, I won't be down there this weekend. So hopefully the following weekend I'll be down in New York and, you know, I'll be going to different establishments to see if they want to set up for a meet and greet. But I know things are still kind of sketchy because of this COVID and the new strains is coming out and things like that. So, yeah, we always have to practice social distancing and, you know, mask and all of that. And, you know, people are vaccinated. Some people choose not to either which way is good, I, you know. I, I don't um, disagree with either side so respectfully, but we still have to, you know, be mindful as well as checking in on your seniors. Please do. Checking in on the elders, checking in on the children, things like that. So, and, you know, stocking up because this summer, yeah, it's hot because we're getting all this rain. So, you know, once after the rain we're out, the heat comes and the heat wave is coming. So definitely stock up with things. And then, you know, September is right around the corner. We're not sure how all of this is going to play out. So it's nice to have a nice little stockpile of emergencies just in case. Okay? As always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. Thank you. And I want to give you a beautiful spell. <laughs> a beautiful spell. Right? little conjure work. Um, going in my, my repertoire of clear communication, clear communication, 
It's called the Loom, right? Clear. It's like you can order it on Amazon too. A L, <coughs> excuse me, A L U M. <clears throat> it's called the Loom. Clear communication. Get a glass of water. Put a piece of a loom in it, so your spirits can see clear and you can see clear. A loom, a l u m, a loom. Glass of water. Put it on top of the refrigerator. We're gonna leave it up there for seven days. Clear communication. Glass of water and put a piece of a loom in it, so you can see things clearly. You can hear things clearly. There will be no miscommunication. A loom. So use that and let me know how it worked for you. Because I always use it. Even back then, I still use it now. A loom. A-L-U-M. You can get a nice piece on Amazon. You can go to your local botanica. They will have it. It's little rocks. It looks like a little... Sometimes they look like clear glass. But it's a loom. And you take it, you can, you know, break it up and you put it in a glass of water, you put it up high and you will see things clearly as well as hear things clearly. Okay. I use it. So please don't get on here or be like, oh, I've never heard that. You, you just met me. Hi, how you doing? I'm Ifa Bayo. Thank you. But for clear communication or clear understanding or to have a clear sight alone with a glass of water. That's all you need. Leave it for seven days and you can keep it consistently. I keep mine consistently. I throw it out, clean the glass, put another fresh glass of water. Cool. And I just drop a piece of loom in it so I can always see things clearly and I can understand things clearly. I don't like chaos and confusion. But anyway, thank you. I hope this helps. Grab your chairs, fold them up, fold your blankets up. Thank you. And the song that y'all was listening to was um, Gwen Guthrie. Uh, they long to be close to you. Close to you. So, old song. Love it. Love it. And I may, may you uplift, inspire, encourage, learn something different from someone that you meet. Be it child or adult. Because I always learn the best lessons from kids but thank you for tuning in the back porch conjurer and i'll see y'all and talk to y'all on monday